pieces. There won't even be a scar. I think I found the problem. Mm, you're the doctor. Everyone lights up. Welcome, Wayward Movie Watchers, to a very special spooky episode of... Media more spooktacular! I am Joe Grizzly, and I'm joined by my fellow surgeons of, of spooky cinema. I am Dr. Sam Loomis. I'm Jamie Lee Curtis's pool boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to actually explain that joke, guys. Shit, let's not go into it. Uh, I'm uh, Nick Castle. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, good to have you. Um, no, yeah, we, we've been planning this for a little bit. First of all, we're all together in person for this episode. Zach is with us hey. here physically in the flesh. In it's the actual room. room. Good to see you, it's yeah. In the room. Um, good to see you guys. And uh, yeah, we decided that maybe to cap off October, we'd do something a little signature. We're doing a deep dive into the Halloween franchise as started mm. by John Carpenter in 1978 but as has been continued and bastardized, maybe? Who knows? Uh, By David Gordon Green and uh, Robert Zombie. <laughs> but before we get to uh, to those reviews, we have a, a game, not news today. A we game. have some festivities. That, uh, Wes has concocted something for us. Okay, so this is the horror movie draft. Mm-hmm. The horror movie draft is uh, just like a regular draft. Uh, I don't watch sports, so I don't actually <laughs> Do know I? how a regular draft works. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> essentially, what we're doing is we're each going to go around and pick one horror movie from every decade since the 1970s. We cannot double up. We can't both pick the same horror movie, so if one Very of our nice. horror movies gets taken off the board, then the other person has to move to their second draft pick. If they um, have one. If they have Great. one. Uh, buckle up, Zach. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to go around, uh, and then at the end of every decade, when we've all picked our four for that decade, we'll explain why. Maybe we'll do a little haggling as to which one is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, we'll re kind of recite our, our six draft picks, and then you, the listeners, can vote on who has the best uh-huh. six. Yeah. yeah we'll we call it Midnight at the Morgue, a little programming yeah, that we'll yeah. do for you. I'm going to let you all know right now, my list is... It'd be really funny if Zach goes There's no consistency. It can actually, it can be like this, so Zach goes last. You have time to do I'm just on Google, just... Great. So go first. With 1970s, we started with the 1970s. Yes. My favorite decade, actually. It is the one I have the most options for. So my first pick... Uh, I, I shifted this around a few times, but I think I'm going with The Exorcist. That's, that, oh, that's that a great sense. thing. That's a great so thing. I'm, I'm too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like I had some easy choices I would make here. Anyone who knows me knows that, like, I'm obsessed with Halloween and, mm. and Texas Chainsaw uh, for the 70s. I mean, that truly ones. is, that is the big decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rosemary's Baby and Jaws yeah. and Suspiria and all that stuff. But I'm going to go with a... More obscure gem. It's not totally obscure. People know this movie. It's, you know, got kind of a life in revival houses. Uh, They show it every October, but this is Phantasm. Wow. 1979. Uh, And do we get a little... We're just going to go... We will at the end, yeah, yeah. And then we'll talk? Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to go with one of my favorite horror movies. I really thought you were going to do Halloween. Um, I'm going to go with one of my... surprise. I know. (laughs) I'm going to go with one of my favorite horror movies ever. Um, This was... I have... I have... As well, I had a hard time picking because 70s is such a rich um, decade for horror. But I'm just going to go easy um, and say Carrie. 
is one of my Fair favorite enough. movies. I'm sorry, that was, Zach. That actually was literally. I'm sorry, Zach. <laughs> it's it, it's literally a top ten. Anyway. Well, Zach, you have me. like an easy. That's true. You, you have. I mean, I have a bunch to choose from. Yeah. All right, let's go. I, I'm ready. Uh, well, I have. I'm just gonna go simple and say Alien. That was probably like. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. that's that's a great pick. That's a great yeah. pick. Yeah. Now, now, which Jordan Peele's favorite horror movie, actually. Uh-huh. Nice. What's interesting about this is that both Carrie and Alien were my second uh, and third Very 70s cool. picks. I mean, 70s is such a... You could re- literally yeah, pick any one of these anyway. movies, and it's like, that's the best. I mean, my, my favorite is actually Halloween, yeah. but mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. I want to argue something that... Uh, that less people know of, but is totally a classic Valid, and like yeah. the pantheon of uh, great seventies horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so th- what is this? We're gonna tear each other's throats out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have to. But but I think no. one of the one of the yeah, there was a lot to choose from, and I think I settled on the Exorcist we're because our Mount Rushmore's for the respect. In a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if we were given a night to kind of show people horror movies that we right. really think they should see, but I uh, or that we really love personally. I think with the Exorcist. Um, even though I've only seen it maybe twice overall, mm-hmm. it def- it sticks in your mind, and sure, it's such yeah. a like tour de force of performances um, and effects, and uh, and you know it's nice to have. I think I think some of the scariest stuff can be like uh, religion based. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always thought. That I think cool. like like uh, religious zealots are yeah. f- terrifying. Yeah. Like yeah. Outlast, that Absolutely. that whole game franchise. Yeah. Like so, I agree. I, my 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 dad showed me The Exorcist one. He he contests this. I he watched said, it with my mom and my dad. So so my my I was like seven or eight. Yeah, see, exactly. Okay? So my dad, <laughs> my dad showed it to me when I was like twelve, and he contests now that he showed it to me when I was like nineteen. You know and what? I, <laughs> I think I was too young Changing to get really how shocking <laughs> it was. Yeah. Because because when you're a kid, I, I don't think you think that much of like. Well, it, it's also that like that was like a pearl clutching, shocking thing yeah. to hear a little girl say, "Your mother sucks yeah. cocks in hell," and that's right. yeah. that'll do it. Yeah, yeah. But now you hear that shit on Xbox Live. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's a little less. Someone's shocking. gamer tag is "Your mother sucks cocks." Exactly. <laughs> Your father stacks shelves in Michigan. <laughs> Very shocking, though. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's kind of what this this genre is all about. Why, why did you pick Phantasm? Uh, so look, let me set the mood here. Oh please. Wait for it. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Hold on. Yeah. Spooktacular. <laughs> spooktacular. <laughs> so Phantasm <laughs> is this late 70s fable about a young boy who's uh, been abandoned by his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only him and his brother living in this house and all the dead bodies in their neighborhood are being reanimated by the uh, graveyard... Uh, what would you say the head? Uh, t- what tombstone? The, the, no, the guy who's like in charge of the oh, keeper. The, uh, the grave place. Grave keeper. The grave keeper is the old lady <laughs> from. Anyways, Ed this guy is called uh, the Tall Man, and he's an alien from a red planet uh. where he needs to reanimate dead bodies from other planets and bring them back to his home. Uh, this gets expanded upon like later, but really, this is uh, a movie about. I'm not gonna give away the ending. It has okay. a banger of an ending, though, and it's very, very inventive. Mm. Uh, thick 70s atmosphere, as you can hear. The music <laughs> yeah. is fucking this is like, banging. This is like disco music right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the music is banging. This has one of my favorite original horror movie scores mm-hmm. ever. So Horror movies need a good score. Pick. They and need they a good score. They absolutely do. That's, that's, that's half of it. That's half of it. Half of it is the music. 
I mean, uh, we're talking about John Carpenter. Of course. Yeah. You know, who makes who his who own did not score. do Phantasm. This is a Don Coscarelli film, but John Carpenter is basically a masterclass on yeah. how important music is in your horror movies. We'll yeah. certainly be talking a lot about him today. Um, uh, I wanted to talk about Carrie, guys. Oh, you want to talk about Carrie? Carrie is amazing, guys. It's so good. Yeah. It's really good. It's, really it, good. It, uh, it, it's one of those weird sliding doors moments because a lot of people who auditioned for Carrie also auditioned for Star Wars because it was yeah. in the same audition hall. Um, so, so PJ Souls got the job in Halloween. It was Carrie. It's, you it's know, she's the the totally girl. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh yeah, yeah. PJ yeah, yeah, Souls. Yeah. She she uh, was discovered in Carrie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's my favorite De Palma movie. It's one of my favorite For horror sure, movies. Yeah. Uh, it's. I'm gonna say that a lot. It's one of my favorite horror movies. <laughs> I've yeah. tried to pick my favorites, um, but. I don't know. It's it's. Um, I really like teen movies. I really like I agree. Uh, yeah. weird coming of age movies, and this is yes. the weirdest. Uh, and no one can t- do Carrie again. They've tried like four times. And can't movies do it where all right. the bullies get massacred. Yeah, yeah. and there and there have been like Carrie offspring that yeah. that, that don't capture the same yeah. Um, yeah. rawness. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to talk a little bit more about? I mean, you know, Alien. aliens. Just what is there to say about Alien? What, what else is there to say about Alien? It's great. It's it's claustrophobic. Uh, there's a lot of paranoia. Um, you know the chestburster scene. It's oh just, my god! It's iconic. Deeply upsetting. You know what I mean, the worst thing I've ever seen, and the fact that the actors really just like had no idea, yeah, like what was happening. Mm-hmm. I love those reactions. Yeah, they're um, so raw. They're so. The girl real. who plays Lambert like fell off of the set and like yeah. kept it in the movie. Yeah, yeah. She like falls out of frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which came out I first? Think was it Alien uh, or Halloween comes out before Alien, right? Because 78, I, 78, 79. Alien is 79. Because right? I believe both of their pitches was like. Uh, which we, we didn't talk about Jaws, but um, both of them were like, yeah. this this creature is yeah. like the shark from Jaws and that um, you cannot stop it. It's, it's yeah. funny, right. Alien seems like something that, like, if you didn't know better, would have come out in like 89 and yeah. 79 because the immediate uh, Halloween copycats were like, Friday the 13th, right. yeah. My Bloody Valentine, New Year's Evil, all these uh, holiday-based mm. slasher movies. Mm. Um, and then there's Alien, which seems like, it could have been a Halloween descendant with more time in the oven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it just came out a year later. So That's very yeah. ahead of its time. You know, Zach. To your point, um, this is the last thing I'll say about Alien. Uh, I I think I've told each of you about this independently. But for my art of film class, when I was a freshman, I, I uh, we had to write a final like analysis paper, mm-hmm. and I chose to write mine on Alien, specifically how sex and gender are used and twisted in that movie, right, yeah. and how like it's such a it's such a brilliant way to introduce the xenomorph by having it birthed out of the wrong sex Um, you know it inserts itself into a male and then springs forth from that so immediately you know like oh this thing is is not human you know it's not natural uh, interspecies body horror yeah Mm. very cool yeah that's great yeah So, so I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll use that. We'll hop on over to the 80s. Um, I'll go first. Listen, I have a safety pick, but you all know what my number one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's John Carpenter's ahead. The Thing. We we're going to take it from you. I thank you very much. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll explain more after. So, listen, I chose tons of backups because I never know. I mean, depending 80s on my mood. 80s is a rich genre, too. Depending on my mood, I could have gone with Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the 70s. I'm surprised I didn't. I could have gone with Black Christmas. Uh but, but I chose something that was out there, and I did the same for the 80s, but I think for the 80s, I'm going to have to go with my, my true favorite, which is Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead. I knew, I knew it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, 1980, the actual, you know, the cusp, but it has that carryover 70s aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a whole tangent <laughs> on, on Evil Dead that I could get into. We We're going to come back to it. We're going to come back to it. Um, uh, I, I mean, I just got to pick this, I know I said Carrie's one of my favorite horror movies. This is genuinely, 
the one I'm about to pick is is genuinely like a top five movie period for me. Uh, it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I almost went with Nightmare Three, which I think might be a better movie. Nightmare Three is really um, good. Nightmare Three is a great movie. I think it is a better movie technically. Nightmare on Elm Street is just a deeply upsetting movie about yeah. a child molester who comes back from the dead. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, it really follows that to its logical extreme. To haunt the minds of the, the victims. Yeah, yeah. Their uh, descendants. Yeah. Their descendants. So I will take Cujo. Uh, oh, that's okay, a good cool. one. Zach yeah. with I, the Ali. Cujo's oops. cool. Listen, I uh, this is the, after this, my my choices are going to start getting dicey. But <laughs> I, you know, Cujo's just great. I love dogs, so seeing a yeah, dog yeah. that was just a fucking nightmare was was really scary. <laughs> my, my mom always said that that was like the scariest movie she ever saw. She saw when she was younger, mm-hmm. and then one year, like around Halloween time, we watched it with her, and and she was like, "This is just like corny. <laughs> this is just yeah, cheesy." Really I haven't we'll, seen it, but my my similarly my my dad has yeah. like he's always a cujo was yeah. terrible yeah. <laughs> terrifying <laughs> um but yeah let's let's open it up um well you can start on the thing yeah man you know like wes said about nightmare on elm street this is it is pretty much my favorite horror movie mm-hmm. but it's also one of yeah. my favorite films uh i think that there's so much in it that can be applied to the way that you write in any genre mm-hmm. um the way that carpenter writes for his ensemble cast the way that the ensemble cast yeah. work together um, you know, well, and, dude, and play off of each other for those bottle horror, yeah, uh, body horror mm-hmm. movies, isolation and isolated, and, and there's an unseen threat, right? Which uh, which is a thing that will maybe come up in some of my later choices, uh, which also start to get a little yeah. dicey. Zach, but and it's kind of allegorical for uh, McCarthyism. Exactly, I was gonna say that's definitely it's, a product of the the Red Scare. I think Carter yeah. is very aware of that. Yeah, it's so it's so entrenched, and he made a lot of movies about that. They yeah. Live, of course, yeah, of course. Is, is related. Um, so, so quotable. Yeah, oh my God. yeah, it's just. Just like movie I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Yeah, just because. So fucking <laughs> kidding. Uh, I love the thing. I love that the thing. Didn't want to be a dog. That thing wanted to be <laughs> us. <laughs> so the, 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 I watched the thing last year uh, after Justin telling me for a while that I should watch the thing, um, and I was like, ah, I'm sure it's not. And it's deeply upsetting. Damn it's man. a deeply upsetting. Some movie. of the best practical effects when, when, ever. Yeah, when uh, when he puts the bl- like he puts the fire on the blood and mm-hmm. the guy whose blood it is just starts to vibrate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, and and apparently that green shit at the bottom of, when the head is like detaching from the body, it's about to grow the spider legs. I don't know. I think the classic like story is that Rob Bottin, um, the effects guy, young guy, he was like 19 or something, mm-hmm. doing the effects. Uh, he like microwaved a bunch of bubble gum, so it's still oh, like a lot of like yes. homemade oh stuff. Yeah, uh, that is kind of heightened by the direction. And yeah, stuff. and the thing is, the movie he wanted to make since Halloween. I mean, right. that he's watching the original thing the, on yeah, the from TV. The 30s, yeah. Like it's clearly, oh, yeah. it's clearly right. which pops up in these Halloween movies. Like all the all of them, not only his but then zombies. They yeah, all zombies. reference yeah, Carpenter yeah, yeah. using it. Yeah, it's yeah. you know. Inception. Mm-hmm. Why uh, go on? Well, go on a go on a shit. twenty minute tangent about Evil Dead. Uh, I I love like the actual movie itself and it, and its atmosphere and how cinematic it is. Uh, but the, the story behind it is like incredible. Mm. Sam Raimi being a fry cook and not going to college mm. and him talking with Bruce Campbell like in the hallways in high school about raising money to make a, a little horror movie mm. that they could play at the drive-ins and stuff. Uh, that's like amazing. Yeah. I mean, taking money from private investors mm-hmm. and all these kids who didn't know what they were doing making a movie. And you can totally tell, but that's like part of the charm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It actually helps that um the production was like so troubled because it kind of comes through and how the movie looks and, mm-hmm. and the performances and stuff. Like the demons are very demonic because these actors were up for like 48 hours straight in the makeup, like mm-hmm. screaming into cameras and shit. Oh uh, Bruce Campbell with like have to pull out chunks of his hair because that 
terrible sticky fake blood, but yeah. like get lodged in his hair and shit. There's so many fun stories about the, oh. the making of that. So I appreciate it as a backyard movie that doubles as an all-time horror classic. Yeah. yeah. It was so cool to me. Yeah, well said. And uh, Wes? Um, I don't know, man. I just, I saw Nightmare at the right age. I saw Nightmare For at like sure. 11 years old. I remember. I think, me too. I, think I saw it actually. I think I, I was on a vacation with my parents and I didn't want to hang out with anybody because I was moody. Yeah. I was moody preteen. I just stayed in and I watched Nightmare on Elm Street because <laughs> nice. I wasn't supposed to watch it. Um, and I, I mean, it's just. That was it, the appeal of, of watching dude, yeah. old horror movies. Like, I think Wes Craven is. I, we're going to be talking about Carpenter all, all show, right, but right, I, Wes right. Craven's my number one. I think he's so good at making very dark, real world ideas. A palatable yeah. via genre. I think I, I want to bring on out of the last house on the left as dude, soon as I can. That dude, so cool. Such a like an, a, like verging on an exploitation. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. I, I I just think Wes Craven. I think it totally is, but that that's like what helps with like the raw like TCM is an exploitation dude, movie, but it, it's it's a, also like an art house horror film. Mm-hmm. You, know? Um, you, you know what's funny is like these things that you see like in horror film iconography when you mm-hmm. actually watch the movies, like the Spiderhead thing is there yeah. for all of maybe ten seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in like. For example, yeah. Pinhead is all over the poster for Hellraiser. He's not exactly. in the movie very much. But wow. certain things take yeah. on that iconic status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, just to, to wrap up the nightmare thing, uh, I saw it at Threat Age. I think it's Wes Craven's... I think you could make a case that a, a later movie that we're certainly going to talk right. about is Wes Craven's peak. But I think in terms of just looking at the slasher genre, seeing that it was on its last leg 15 years after sure. Halloween or 10 years after Halloween coming out, just completely turns it on its head, makes it deeply disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just... Robert England's they like shot all in the time. same neighborhood. When you watch Halloween oh, and you see those really spooky trees in Haddonfield, that's why they shot on that street. The exact same street is a uh, uh, Elm Street. Oh, mm. that's so good. Yeah. That's so good. I didn't know that. I, 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 wow, that's that's really interesting. I, I think Robert England's performance is an all-time horror performance, and mm. I think the moment where he cuts off his fingers and like holds them up and the blood is spurting out. Oh, deeply disturbing. I, I love the rotating set when Tina's getting killed and oh. she's like crawling on the ceiling. Dude. And or or like when or when Tina is getting dragged in the body bag yeah, yeah, down yeah, the yeah. hallway. It's just like yeah. a really weird fun movie. So, that's great. That's my pick. Okay. What did I now we'll You said Cujo? Cujo, yes. Uh I mean, you know, I saw it when I was when I was pretty young and mm-hmm. I just like it was really stressful. You know what I yeah, mean? Just man. like this it's just like the the helplessness of this sure. mother and son just trapped in this car and you're like how bad can this really no, it's bad. It's mm-hmm. really bad. You know, it was like a Rottweiler, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah, that's—I yeah. mean—that's that's one of the—that's one of the ones that'll hurt you. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and they're overheating in the car, and it's miserable. A cop comes, and you're like, "This cop will save the day." It's a dog. He has a gun. He doesn't. He does. Um, <laughs> so it's just—it's—it's it's a nightmare. Sim- yeah, there's a similar. There's a there's a dog moment in Carpenter's Halloween too, where you know, yes, not really. Halloween the second one, but right. Halloween also. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Also, yeah. it, as would well. be confused with as Halloween well. or Halloween yes. or Halloween <laughs> or Halloween yeah. or H two O. Uh, but yeah, no, Cujo definitely the similar to uh, like what Dan was just saying. I, I, even though I haven't seen that movie, the image of him like frantically yes. barking yeah. on the cover, the mouth. locked it's in the mind. Um, let's do that. I, let's I like get, when shit is corny. If something's corny, I might like it more than if it's dead serious. Sure. As a general rule of thumb. Let's uh, move to nineties. Yeah, um, 90s. I I had a f- I had a spare. Nineties is going to be tough. Spare picks for nineties, yes, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it safe and go with a movie I recently saw for the first time, nineteen ninety two, Candyman. Cool. Ah, cool. Good pick. Dan no, might my pick mine, and I'm gonna be very. No, n- no, I won't <laughs> pick yours. I think I'm gonna go with 
Brain Dead, which in North America is called Dead Alive. Hmm. Uh, my Blu-ray says Dead Alive, at least. But uh, this is a 1992 zombie movie directed by Peter Jackson of Lord of the Rings uh, and King Kong fame. Uh, it is the goriest movie ever made. Mm. Very gory. The fi- the final act is just dripping. I've heard about this. I have heard about it's this. It's so funny. It's one of the funniest movies you'll ever see in your life. Uh, you know what a real heel turn to Lord of the Rings after that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's it Brain Dead, uh, Dead Alive, as I call it, is a, a, a really classic, like, top-tier zombie movie that, that I think everybody should see. It's yeah. so much fun. It is so funny. Lots of slapstick comedy mixed in with gore. I mean, it's great. So I was going to go with what is probably actually... I'm going to do what you did with, with the seven piece, which is... my my. It would be Scream. Scream is right, an amazing right. movie. Mm-hmm. I'm I gonna was su- waiting for Scream. I'm going to swerve to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought one of you guys was going to say Scream, so we could talk about it. Scream would be my pick. I'm going to swerve to the left and go with um, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Um, Interesting. Which I just rewatched recently. has some of the greatest production design. Uh, just a deeply horny film mm-hmm. about people uh, <laughs> being terrified that Dracula is going to fuck your wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, just some of the best atmosphere I've ever seen. Probably my favorite vampire movie. Um, and maybe a little too long, but the book's too long, so sure. it, it tracks. Yeah. So. I remember reading Dracula as a kid, and there were, yeah. there were like five-page descriptions of like how many rocks were outside it's of the so castle. It's because it's like anthropology. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it. It's some guy's diary. Uh, I could go with uh, two of the more obvious picks, but I'm going to say The Talented Mr. Ripley. Just okay, for those. Cool. Uh, <laughs> it was, it's 1999, so it's right on the cusp. But I, it's not a horror movie, really, no. by any means. But it is it is maybe one of the most disturbing movies I've ever watched. Uh, just from the types of things that freak me out. So I'm... I'm, I'm it's chilling. It's, yes. it's a thriller, for sure. It I is. I mean, it, you're it's watching this guy... In fact, a pairing that I think would have been cool had we been doing this show a few years ago uh, is Ingrid Goes West with the Talented Mr. Oh, yeah. oh my Ripley. God. Um, well, that's a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, well, I'll, I'll say I'm surprised nobody picked Blair Witch because that was on my list too. And I mean, I, the only if reason... I was picking the actual best movies of, yeah. of the decade. That's and, fair. And I, I was thinking, I, even, even without thinking about I like that, I was thinking about. like... What's what's endemic of that decade? And yeah, like yeah, found yeah. footage was really for taking sure. off in the nineties. Well, one of my picks for the two thousands is found footage. So oh, okay. should we move on? No, I, has everyone said what they have to say about uh, uh, their movies? I mean, I, there's nothing to say about Dracula. It's Dracula. Gary <laughs> 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 Oldman's great. Piano, I'll just say it? regarding regarding Candyman before we jump to the two thousands because um, I only have one pick for that too. Uh, yeah, like I said, I saw it recently for the first time in preparation for the mm-hmm. reboot, and I was just really taken away with how yeah. patient that movie is. It's it really is. A, 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 it's a true gothic in the mm-hmm. sense that you, you have this woman trapped in this dude's house. You know, <laughs> yeah. even if she's not physically there, she's there with him mentally. Mm-hmm. He's growing obsessed with her. He's manipulating her. And, I mean, uh, Tony Todd's performance is, is sure. just world class. He doesn't show up for the first 45 yeah. minutes of the movie. He's an icon of What fun. movie what? are we talking about? Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> I really spaced <laughs> uh, please, continue. please continue. I'm caught up now. <laughs> I, uh, I, Justin, I, I was just listening to a podcast with uh, Elijah Wood and David Lowry this morning, mm. and Elijah Wood was like, "The best horror movies are the ones where if you pull the supernatural thing out of it, it still works. It's yeah. drama. Yeah. And if you pull the supernatural element out of Candyman, it's just an, an obsessed stalker, yeah, stalking mm. this woman. And then it's also attempting some racial commentary, which is which, for, for, for its time, which like, yeah, w- it works. works and doesn't work 
you know, yeah. both. Yeah, but um, but Tony Todd's great in it. Absolutely, absolutely, and they really withhold him, and then he 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 really makes his presence felt. So, two thousands. I have, like I said, I have one pick. It was very sparse. This was a period where, like, I was growing up in the two yeah. thousands, so yeah, I yeah. I wasn't watching stuff that yeah. was coming out. A lot out. of this stuff was yeah. remakes, to be fair. That's, That's true. Yeah. Continuations of older. I actually had to step outside of America for this one, and um, how it, dare you? I know, right? Uh, Is it let the right one in? No, it's is, not. Is I it wish the, I'd seen is it. Is it the host? It is the host. Yeah. <laughs> you know me, you know me like quite well. Yes, uh, the host directed by Bong Joon-ho. Uh, it was on my oh. list too, is why. I, I oh. <laughs> I might go with my foreign pick. To, no, you know what? Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, This is actually hard. This is difficult. I want to go with my foreign go pick. Go with your foreign pick. Which would be Rack, but I think my actual pick for the 2000s is Trick or Treat. Oh. Uh, Michael Doherty movie from 2007. It actually came oh. out the same year as Rec, which would have been my, my other pick. Uh, and Saw. It was also in the cards. I, I, I could have sworn oh. you were going to do Saw. Saw was in the cards. I mean, look, it's right there. But Trick or Treat is is one of the top tier anthology movies I can think of. And I didn't go with my anthology pick for the 80s, which would have been Creep Show. Creep Show. Uh, hey. But I, I am going with my anthology pick. No, Trick or Treat's a masterpiece. It's so good. So I actually had the reverse issue to you, Justin. I have, other than the host, which is on the list, I have about, two, I'm between two. It's it's, it's the struggle between being interesting Pick and one picking one, one that's your favorite. <laughs> uh, we ju- it's Jennifer's body, guys. I'm I not, knew you. I of course. It's Jennifer's. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, I was gonna pick Trouble Every Day, the Claire Denis movie, mm-hmm. the Claire Denis vampire movie, which is Pretty spooky, act, which is spooky and upsetting. Mm. Uh, the issue is, I've seen Jennifer's body yeah. more, more times than I'm comfortable with. Uh, <laughs> if I was going I've, with the one I'd seen the most times, it probably just, would have been Saw. I, I mean, I, 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 I just like to be surprised. I, I, <laughs> uh, I just, I think Jennifer's body's great, and everybody knows that. If you listen to the last episode, listen to me. Sure do. Uh, yeah. Crying into the microphone. About <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Trouble Every Day, though, really good movie. Claire Denis is the best. So, Zachary. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Pan's Labyrinth for this one again. Okay. Oh, good again. pick! You know? Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Zach Zach Man, Zach came in good. and hustled. Hey. <laughs> Zach was <laughs> like, guys. Oh, I don't really, I don't really <laughs> on, have any picks for you guys. No, no, don't worry about it. All I did was just upset the balance. That's all. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I there's uh, Pan's Labyrinth is an amazing movie. It's yeah. it's upsetting. It's it's uh, it's really stressful. It's beautiful. I mean, the you know the creature design. The, what does he the beat that guy to death with in the, in the one thing? He like takes something. For, it's um a little like a nightstick or something. Uh, uh, oh peasant, yes. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, he just breaks this guy's whole his face. face right? yeah. Yeah. I thought no. it was like a rolled up magazine for some reason. <laughs> but I think it's like a nightstick. <laughs> I think it's probably. Yeah, I think so. Um, Damn, we should have went with Hellboy. I should have went with Hellboy. Mm. Now I'm thinking. You that would have. God damn. Hurt. <laughs> this is. You know, honestly, if I were. Uh, yeah, because I. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I mean, you know, the, I completely the, didn't think of Del Toro at all, and he's the horror master. Yeah, the, I mean, obviously, the scene, I haven't watched that movie as an adult yet. I should yeah, rewatch it, um, but the scene that sticks out is, is the hands. Is the, the hand you know, guy. The hands, the eyes. Valdo. Um, horrible. Uh, yeah, and, and you're, yeah, Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> Guillermo uh, was, uh, was really, um, he was at his peak yeah. in that period, man. Um, sh- do we have any other points to make about the 2000s, Felix, or should we move on to the final decade, the let's 10s? Do, let's do the 2010s. Oh, okay. Um, sticking, sticking, sticking for it. See, you think you're way out of this one, Zach. I'm going foreign too. I, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking foreign. I'm sticking to South Korea. It's trained to Busan. 
God damn. Of course it was. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, 2016. Um, uh, it was between that and another uh, South Korean horror movie, but that second one is, I'll, I'll tell it later, but it's longer and a bit more depressing, and I, I don't know. I was thinking about having fun. So. Maybe we can do a quick um, honorable mention. Go around yeah. with them. Okay, so my pick is from Australia. This is the 2014 uh, Grief one. Allegory. This is the Babadook. Oh, good, oh, good. Yeah, yes, a movie yes, yes, I yes, love, yes, love. Yes, yes. I, mean, I wasn't really expecting to, wa- to to love this movie as mm-hmm. much as I did. I saw it a few years ago, and really strong. I don't know. I was in this um, era of like just being kind of uh, non-satisfied with like late horror movies, but uh, mm-hmm. like I watched this the same night as It Follows, and, and It Follows had so much hype, and I thought that movie was bad, and then I watched oh. this, and I was like <laughs> pleasantly surprised by how amazing it was, mm-hmm. so yeah, great I mean, this this was a, a great surprise mm-hmm. when I saw it. Well, fuck. Um, <laughs> my pick is It Follows. It Follows? <laughs> um, I don't know, I think it's the only, I think it's the only uh, post-Halloween movie to come out that actually is doing what Carpenter is doing in that movie. Sure. It really is a spiritual sequel to the original Halloween. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's ever been afraid that you have an STD, but yeah, the, it really makes that fear yeah. real for you. I uh, I, sure. I do think that it is. Uh, well, you know what? Let me hold off. I'll, Zach, you go ahead. I uh, oh Jesus. I um. There. T- uh, first of all, Wes, I thought you were going to pick Sinister, but uh, uh, I was very close. Yeah, it'll be an honorable mention. Um, I think I'll go with. Uh, it's between two, but I'll, I'll choose, and this is not going to make people happy, but it's it. 2017. No, that's it was, a great one. It was okay. the first one I saw in theaters, I think. Am I am I okay? A horror movie? Do I need to say I'm short. <laughs> no, no, no. It's because I was shorter I, than, I, than what you expected. Keep going. Keep talking. <laughs> 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 we're going to continue. We're going to continue. continue. So, I, I mean, it was the first horror movie I think I saw in theaters. Uh, embarrassing. But, it, it, you know, I, I, I love the experience. I mean, it's just wrought with jump scares yeah. uh, that, you know, that, that be, are so cheap. Uh, there are some effective ones. There, there are some effective ones. The first scene alone is enough to just, like, put it up there for me uh, with, you know, Georgie. Just, like, mm-hmm. an incredibly effective scene that is really never utilized again. But, uh, yeah. Love it still. Yeah, That's to your point, like, the rest of the movie, it's uh, it's Bill... Is it Bill Skarsgård? Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, just being like CG yes. monster yes. face. But in that first one, he gets to like perform and just be scary yeah. with makeup. Yeah. I will say the jump scare where they're looking at the photo reel in the garage oh, and he pops out of the. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I think Bill, Bill Skarsgård's so good in that movie, man. I, I feel yes. like he's, he's you, there's 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 clips of him screen testing mm-hmm. and he doesn't have mm-hmm. any makeup on his face no. and he's terrified. Yeah. yeah, that's very upsetting. Yeah, apparently apparently that. Bill Hader like didn't in the second one didn't know that his eyes could naturally like go out. In the oh yeah, he thought that that was CGI, and then like he did it. For me, that movie really hinges on the scene with Georgie at uh, the the storm drain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think without that scene, uh, mm. I could do without that movie. But that scene is so is well alone. done yeah. that like it's worth like Ex- watching the right. rest of it. I also exactly. think that movie does a good job of. I mean, most horror movies are about grief. We're about to talk about. Kinda, four yeah. horror movies about grief, um, yeah. or three, um, but I think this one does a really good job of putting it through the, the lens of a kid. Sure, mm-hmm. I mean, like he's clearly like Bill my is pick clearly not seventies phantasm yeah. mm-hmm. is all about a child grieving. Bill is not okay yeah. in it, and uh, the movie does a great job of that. Really, yeah, well. these kids are amazing. I think just to talk a bit more about Train to Busan. Um, are you talking about the American remake that's coming out? <laughs> Dude, I'll throw this yeah, microphone at your forehead. Um, no, but I... Uh, train to Hollywood or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, train to Chicago. Oh, it's going to be Train to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. 
just just train to Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy, <laughs> But anyway, Train to Busan, uh, I watched for the first time a few years ago and was really taken. Uh, Gong Wu is the is playing the, the lead protagonist in that. And it's just, again, like, I think, uh, you know, maybe by talking and, you know, through my pics, you can see some of my sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Similar to the thing, it's a bunch of people in one place that they can't leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, and With a force. Right, and the yeah. thing about the train, right, is that it adds a sense of momentum, mm. even though, like, everyone is static. Yeah. What else was in the cards for you? Because I, I thought that you were going to go with, like, I saw the devil or something. I was thinking about, I had The Wailing uh, was okay, cool. was my other pick uh, oh, from yes. 20... Cool a film I've seen <laughs> <laughs> from 2016 which uh, is it's about two and a half hours long right. it's right. long for a horror movie I don't typically think horror movies need to be that thick but uh, it really, yeah. <laughs> lots of it is pretty silly yeah yeah but but I, I remember just being kind of like drawn in by it but yeah um, I saw The Devil was an interesting pick I mean, a lot of the stuff that I that I almost picked was like psychological Korean. thrillers, um, or, yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. and that. But like, I I almost picked Silence of the Lambs for the oh, for I the nineties. But, but I but it's I, a horror. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. It I is. mean, oh, Buffalo it Bill's pretty spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. when she's trapped in this compound. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. Some people have rules about horror movies that they have to be supernatural. Like no, I've heard that before. That's dumb. I feel like I don't know. Whatever. We'll talk about it all throughout this. Yeah, we will. We will. Um. This was fun, Wes. I'm glad that you came up with this concept. Do you have uh, any notes about, <laughs> about about it follows? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just think it's really atmospheric. I think mm. it's upsetting. Atmosphere uh, is is it's it's it's, it's, it's why I think it is actually very similar to Halloween. Yeah. Is because there's actually it's ninety percent craft. It's like ninety percent right. where he puts yeah. the camera, how the camera moves. Like the characters are like well acted, but are mm. hollow in. You're, they're meant for the audience to place themselves right, right. into. into. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone has any quick honorable mentions from a decade that they really wanted well, to say. Well, I, I just want to say that uh, for me, the Babadook was kind of that marriage of the craft, like mm-hmm. you identified. They're kind of they're using German expressionism and a mm-hmm. lot of like modern yeah. techniques mm-hmm. and kind of marrying them, and at the same time, the actual allegorical story for grief and compartmentalizing grief was yes. uh, prescient for me, especially at that time. I'd just gone through like a family tragedy, so that movie really spoke to me, and it was it was a nice marriage of story really speaking to me and the craft being so the craft is great it's a solid solid uh, part yeah yeah the nightingale is also a a Mm terror i know we discussed putting that on one of our lists it's a truly terrifying film Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, what else was in the cards for us for those other decades i I had a i had a i had house for the 70s and i i I thought you were gonna go with house i I almost had i was very close my my favorite thing about uh how soon my favorite thing about uh, Haosu is that it's uh, apparently an allegory for uh, the atomic bomb yeah, and yeah. about how the director's friends died, which is mm. also Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just a weird, fun yeah. creep show. Movie. If if we had gone sixties, I I might have been stretched a little thin, but it, it might have come down between um, Rosemary's Baby dead. and Jigoku. Oh, well, oh, interesting. Rosemary's Baby is the seventies. No, it's no, it's, isn't it sixty nine? I Hold thought on. it was late sixties. When I looked it up, because I I might have put it in the seventies. Nineteen sixty eight. Sixty-eight. Yeah, you're right. Oh my god! I'm I would have gone with. Uh, I, I thought would, it was the seventies all this time. I would have gone with Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sad. I, we, I didn't get any George Psycho, Romero. Psycho, Eyes Without a Face. Yeah. Psycho's good. Yeah, Jigoku. I saw in college for the first time, and it's not a movie that I like love, but I think like mm. it's when it when it kicks off in those last like mm-hmm. twenty minutes. You know, it's yeah, just yeah, such yeah. an interesting uh, movie to watch. I watched Onibaba the other night. That may have been my sixties pick. It's these two sexually frustrated women in uh, the middle of a samurai mm-hmm. war. Oh. They were kind of living 
in a swamp, and uh, that's the setup. That's the vibe I want. But it's a cool. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, do you have honorable any mentions? Uh, honorable mentions for, d- for anything? Oh, and, j- and j- mm, here we are. Um, oh, this doesn't really count, but I think this—it's uh, literally just like the one of the trilogy of terror um, short films. It's—it's uh, it's with Karen Black. It's you know sure. just the doll. I just yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. that spear, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, spear. that's trilogy of terror. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's—it's it's just a great like she's scary as shit. Um, and she actually <laughs> did a movie called Burnt Offerings that I want to mm-hmm. see and possibly bring on the show. So. Yeah. Okay. And then the seventies was the hardest one for me. Seventies is tough. Suspiria, Black Christmas, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ganja and Hess is a great one. Uh, yeah. yeah, it would it, it was a tough pick. 70s I was very was close to choosing a Reanimator for the eighties. I'm surprised I no one picked Reanimator. I'm surprised no one picked Reanimator, and I was surprised no one. We sampled Shining. a piece of Reanimator. For the Shining our, uh, was cl- for our theme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Reanimator is the first clip that y'all hear in our opening theme. Ah. Um, the Fly. I thought someone was gonna pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Again, like so many picks that we're saying now that seem. I mean, it, it, it's we'll talk about it throughout the show, but some some movies are. Or horror, but feel like they're they're encroaching on other genres. So it's actually when you yeah. think about horror, you're not necessarily thinking about that movie, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. So interesting. No one said Halloween, and we're well, 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 well we're about I'm to saying. be talking well, about. Well, that's it. what okay. I'm saying is because uh, anyone who knows me knows that that's probably my favorite movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. just trying right. to choose stuff that yeah, you want that to switch. It. Trying to shake yeah. the table a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking so we'll, of Halloween, we're gonna we're gonna move into our our second segment now, um, and uh, and start talking about all these many Halloweens. Yeah. Uh, st- stay tuned. The Media Morgue Spooktacular. 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 I met him 15 years ago. I was told there was nothing left. No. <laughs> no. Nice try. <laughs> no conscience, no remorse. Of even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, right or wrong, good or evil. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I knew that what was hiding behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. He's a great doctor. Yeah. Isn't he? Well He's a great done. doctor. Nicely done, Dan. Well one of the one of the great horror monologues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then the cop really is, is just like, "What do we do? Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what do you mean? What do you mean he's evil?" Um, uh, yeah. So you know we're not necessarily reviewing John Carpenter's Halloween on this episode. There's no point. What's uh, there to say? Yeah. We we just it's all the template. Right. We all rewatched movie. it to talk yeah. about uh, Gordon Green's or duology. It for the first time. And yes, uh, yes, and uh, later let's Rob start, Zombies. Let's start there. But oh, I, yeah, I wanted start, to go with, start the, the, your, with the first your thoughts. Oh, great. Uh, I, I loved it. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's definitely, I mean, you watch it today, especially if it's the first time, you're like, oh, yeah, sure, this is dated, but in a very yeah. charming way. Is it? <laughs> it is, but. It, is, it, it looks like a 70s movie, sure, if but that's what you mean. Right, but it's effective. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it's dated in a way where I'm like, I don't, it's not like it makes it any less, like, amazing. You sure. know what I mean? Like, there's so many, like, effective things. I mean, of course, what I, you know, when I said when I was watching this was, the music, unfortunately, I, I was introduced to it through memes, right, right. which is unfortunate <laughs> because as they play it every single time you see him. So uh-huh. every time he appears, he's like, doo, 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 and I just well, started Well, he's laughing. a cinematic monster. Every right. time you see him, there's the music. There's the stain, which I yeah. love. Yeah. Shadows and his silhouettes yeah. and stuff. Right, you which know? which is amazing. Um, there's But it's an incredibly effective movie. I mean, it, it's that's like a genuine fear that that, you know, 
harkens to. Like, you know, you're, you're in a strange place. You're babysitting, yeah. you know, and you're you're the sole caretaker, and suddenly mm. your fucking life is growing. I, I you know? heard, yeah. um, this may have been Kevin Smith or something. Yeah, I don't remember who said this, but in some documentary, they were like, you know, Halloween is interesting because it was one of the first popular ones where the horror came to you. Mm. In the past, you know, you had to go to Transylvania, right. even up until, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you had to go and, yeah. and inspect the yes. graveyard and, and venture out deep into the back yeah. roads. Um, but in Halloween, I mean, yeah. some some maniac home is on invasion. the loose and yeah. he's, he's coming to you. Yeah, home invasion is exactly horrifying. Yeah, exactly, and, yeah. and, it, and it was back re- of the mind fear. Mm-hmm. It was so scary because it taps into a fear that a lot of folks have, including I mean, probably us, is that you're in a house by yourself. Yeah, of you hear something not. upstairs. You go upstairs and there's someone in there. You yeah. Know what I mean? like well, I, well, this ru- this ruined this made babysitting like yeah. a scary activity. It made it like yeah. the the you know outlet for a horror story to happen. This really popularized that and one missed call or I'm oh, sorry, you know yes. what? When a stranger calls, when a stranger is the name calls, of the movie that yes. that wouldn't be there without Halloween. Yeah. And, and there's and there's I don't know. I mean, you probably would agree with this, Dan. But Maybe checks the children. There's a moment. <laughs> there's a there, the way Myers looks in this movie is so distinctly different from the yeah, way yeah, he yeah. looks in mm-hmm. any other movie. And it's because they threw out the mask after the production mm-hmm. and Upsetting. they couldn't find one that matched exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, in, in Halloween 2, they had one mask that they left yes. over, but Deborah Hill was a chain smoker and she kept it in a box underneath her bed in her apartment. And that's why in Halloween 2, it's a screen used mask from the first one, but it, it looks all deformed and stuff. Oh. Interesting. It's all like naturally rotted and weird. No, but uh, but but, but the, the well, way. The, well, the mask here is not like they're trying to recapture iconography. Yeah, yeah. They are in the other movies. This just looks like something he it's stole. From right. a dollar store, and it looks ill-fitting a in a very way. cheap Halloween and, mask and, from a dollar and, and store. And when, not to jump the gun, but when in kills when they try to redo it, yeah. it, when he shows up, he looks like he did in the original yeah. movie, and it mm. looks different. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, different yeah. look. Like he, when he walks into frame, you're yeah. like, "Oh, that's Michael from yeah. '78." Yeah. And that is I Nick Castle. That. Yeah, it is. Flashback. No, no, no. It's it's a younger guy who plays who plays Michael. It's in the it's Nick Castle when he's standing and the camera pans out and he's just standing still in the Oh, interesting. That's Nick Castle. Yeah, um, I, for me, this is this was probably my second time overall watching the movie. I saw it for the first time with Dan at, uh-huh. a, at a theater a few years ago. Uh, that was a really fun night. Uh, but yeah, it's trim. You mm-hmm. know, it's a very trim uh, movie. Wes, I saw you describe it as athletic in your letterbox yeah, review. I think it, there's yeah. almost no fat to it, and I think that's part of why it has been so extensively mythologized. Uh-huh. But I think what's what's evident in this is that whether or not. I, the way that this mo- that uh, seventy eight ends, spoiler alert, you could take it literally that like Michael Myers survived those gunshots. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a reading where it's he, he, the terror that he inflicted is what survived. He's you know what I mean? Personification of the abstract. So exactly. It's, it's really that e- evil. Can't was be that the boogeyman? Yeah, I think no it was. It yeah, I believe yeah. it was. As like, a I, and fact, and it was. and so I think like with. What's also interesting about it is that Michael Myers, up to that point, is crafted in a way where, like, he could. In these new movies, he's he's less of a strict serial killer right, and more right. of just a mass murderer. Yeah, but yeah. in he in that first movie, yeah. he's a serial killer. He has an mo. Mm-hmm. He kills. Well, he doesn't actually get to the third person as far as the babysitters, but like right. he's hunting them. He kills teenage girls. Exactly, yeah, and yeah. you have no. And there's and, and there's definitely a mechanic off screen. And, and there's he, definitely mm-hmm. a sexual connotation to yeah. it as well. Sure. There's that you know he kills his sister right. when she's stunting. Yeah, I mean you could get into the Carol Clover. Uh, men, women, and chainsaws. Main, men, women, chainsaws. Where uh, male serial killers in movies kill them with a phallic, phallic object. Phallic yes, um, yeah. but he doesn't kill kids. Right. right, and that carries on into uh, the, the Gordon Green movie and the zombie. 
In the Gordon Green one, he, he, he kills that kill. one twelve yeah. year but old. But not not to dance. infants, yeah. but not infants. Oh, yeah. No, like like Thank he God. he yeah. walks over the kid. Yeah, that that really nice guy. You know, really great. What's he gonna get from it? Or the one that runs into him in the well, he 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 likes uh. He he likes to pray. He he likes the fight. Like mm. when he when he's kind of choking Annie in the car at first yeah. and just kind of savoring that. Yeah, he's been waiting for it for so long, and then he could. That's and, it's and more that, sadistic yeah. than what we and see. And that's it. what I mean. Yeah. Like when 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 serial killers pop up in real history, there's no explanation I guess he's, he's still for them. Sadistic, but you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, but there there's no explanation for them. You don't know where they came from or why right, they do right. what they do right. until after they get apprehended. I, before we move on, going off because this was always. An aspect I really enjoyed about Carpenter's Halloween, you, you know, he, he it could be anybody, it could happen anywhere, I mean, middle America or wherever you may be, you know, it, it, these, you know, slasher movies were kind of going off of uh, white picket Americana and yeah. the mm. perceived safety that they had and yeah. um, kind of invading that with, um, you know forces beyond our comprehension i guess yeah but yeah the the pitch and i told you guys about this in our in our chat uh but the pitch from the super dark times guys uh who who um are working on hellraiser now but they had pitched a halloween movie their pitch was going back to the mythologized mm. carpenter stuff where um every year there's an unsolved string of murders in some like collapsed suburb in, in America. Mm-hmm. And this time it would be kind of a critique of, of suburbs and the oh, failed yeah. American dream. I think the first one's even that. I, I, I'd say so too, but, but this would be like, um, like shitty areas, I guess. I uh, <laughs> um, low income areas. Yeah. I guess, but like, but like it would mythologize Michael again to where he's like a, a creepypasta. Maybe mm-hmm. there's only one blurry like uh, yeah. picture of the mask floating around oh, on the oh, internet. Oh, no one knows anything about him. And uh, they they compare him to Anton um, from No Country for Old Men. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, where we don't know Makes what sense. he that does or where Myers. he comes from. Yeah. It where is he comes from. We just maybe see, you know, footage of him hitchhiking across mm-hmm. America to, to get yeah. where he needs to be on Halloween night mm-hmm. to do right. his work. Oh, is it his art? Is it his business? Who knows? But it's it that, is his it's art. Because he is an artist. Yes. It's that force of nature aspect that yeah. the Carpenter film has. And these other movies kind of miss the mark by just bringing back the one guy and, and making him, uh, you know. I mean, we, we can just rip it right open. I think, I think the issue with, uh, and I said this on my Letterboxd review, the issue with Halloween inherently is that the movie, the first movie is so slim yeah, it's perfect. Um, and perfect that to make a sequel, you right. have to add stuff on yeah. and make it a little... Uh, heavier than it needs to be. That's why Carpenter himself never felt the need no. to really make a sequel to when, when you when she looks down and he his body outline is there and that's he's it. gone. That's all you need. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, and I think I mean there are Halloween sequels I like. We'll talk about some of them. And today. I like that you brought up that ending because it's not a setup for a sequel. Yeah, it's, not, it's exactly. evil is everywhere. It, it, yeah. Evil it, is it, elemental. I mean, they even say that in the movie. They're talking about a uh, Costang and Laurie says Costang believed that evil mm-hmm. was like a natural element, right. like earth, air, fire, and water. Fate. No, no, f- fate, 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 yeah. No, that's, but, but that's tied uh, yeah. into evil. And I think, I think the because of that, because it is the first one is so tuned into evil can come anywhere. Like you're not safe yeah, in the yeah, suburbs. Yeah. It literally will come and kill you, and it cannot be stopped. That when you get into the sequels and the reboots, the they have to by necessity add things onto it. Mm. So like, is Michael a part of a cult? Is Michael right. a Lori's brother? Is Michael was Michael bullied as a kid? Yeah. And, and, was and, his was his father in law mean to and, him? And, and, and there are, and there are attempts that I enjoy as their own thing, but I think nothing can beat the simplicity of a guy of just course. came to your town. Yeah. He's killing teenagers. We don't know why he does it. Mm. We can't stop him. We can't fight him. 
yeah. he's gone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is why the opening of Kills was so great. Mm, and then the movie sure. uh, proceeds to shit itself. <laughs> <laughs> Severely. Let, let's, I, I, I think it'd be, um, it'd be helpful in terms of how we talk about this to kind of, so, you know, the formula of the show is, is obviously changing a bit for this episode. If you're listening, you probably understand that by now. Um, if, if this were a regular episode, so to speak, it would just be like Halloween Kills and Rob Zombie's Halloween. Right. But we're also kind of talking about David Gordon Green's Halloween yeah. 2018. You gotta get that one out of the way. Because it's, it's, it's necessary viewing. It's um, the opening act. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, so this is, this is, Halloween 2018 is a direct sequel to 1978. Uh, it's meant to kind of yeah. cut out all those other sequels and just Forever's. be, nothing happened. He's been locked Even up for Even Halloween 2, which established that Laurie and Michael are right. siblings. Right, which, which Rob, Zombie Rob Zombie runs naked runs through with. the yeah. streets with. Right, <laughs> <laughs> which gets, uh, which, you know, that gets wiped out. It's just Michael, somehow they got hold of him. He's locked up in a mental institution yeah, again. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he breaks out, uh, and then, you know, he, he goes after Lori. Uh-huh. Lori is living as this agoraphobic gun nut in yeah. the middle of uh, wherever. I get, well, in, in Haddonfield. It's funny that she hasn't in 40 years moved her there. family. Yeah. I, I, think yeah. it's, I think it's because of the, the preparation. But right. w- w- one of the themes I enjoy about that screenplay is, is you know, monsters creating other monsters. True. And, and trauma kind of living on in someone's head and, and, exactly. mold, and, and molding into them children. into something else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Becoming generation, generation. Generational yeah, yeah, trauma. Yeah. 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 People yeah. are carrying with them. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's, I think, the Judy Greer performance. Watching Kills, I think. Yeah. The two she movies looks together. anxious and, and jittery but like the, she's had that kind of childhood. The two movies together, I think she's my favorite performance in the movies mm. because she's just carrying so much shit with yeah. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the second movie, she's just she like, tired. she's just exhausted. She's yeah. like, oh my God, like I've had the worst 24 <laughs> hours and 30 years of my yeah, life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's. Um, I want to open this by saying, um, kills definitely cheapens this movie. It does. And yeah. and yeah. when 2018 came out uh, and there was no news of a sequel, I was like, Fantastic. that's all I need. Yeah. I just I just need this one because it kind of uh, you know has that open ended. Um, Ending right. you can, that you can it gives you room to dream mm-hmm. as, right. as David Lynch. Said. There's there's that there's that flash, uh, I mean that freeze frame right. on uh, Allison's hand. We don't with need the to knife. have every little bit of closure. Yeah, you know, I, I I I will say it's a it's a really good finale. Yeah. Um, uh, but I kind of because it's help. like she got him. Yeah. She, she got him and, and right. that's it. And, and that now feels we're done. cool. Yeah. I, I couldn't help but think. Well, H, 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 Halloween 20 years later, H20 uh, ended the exact same way. She cuts his head off and, and then, then in back. the next movie, oh. well then in the next movie no, they explain that it's it him. wasn't Michael, it was yeah. another guy. Oh, because right. he Myers. broke the larynx. Yeah, But I was just going to say, when it comes to the ending of Halloween 18, I couldn't help but making the joke in my head that Michael is like padding the runtime by hiding in Lori's house from her for like 10 minutes. She's searching for this dude. And it's it's the reversal. It's it's because it's the reversal. I was actually on the edge of my seat when I saw it in theaters because like that's what I was, you know, waiting for. But but just final confrontation. It's so silly because it's like, I guess we'll just talk about these two movies in tandem. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's so silly because the ending of 2018 is a perfect ending for him. He looks up at sure, Lori, yeah. he's, and it's the first time we can see Michael's eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's looking up for like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the fire's around her. Uh, and then 
kills opens and he's like in the garage. And he's, he's like so hiding. Funny. He's Surprise. hiding in one he's part like, where the fire came from. Yeah. He's like, I gotcha. <laughs> I was like, that's a Mike's buyer place. melts metal, stupid. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking and about? This, this is part of Also, it doesn't explain how he gets out of that pit that the one firefighter fell into. Because like, the other guy reached well, Hold on. We see him grab his hand, but, but then what? He pulled him down in the force of he pulling down the fire. Oh. Propelled Michael <laughs> out of the Because he can't go up through the stairs. There's that trap. Yeah. He's, no, he's he, he, Tyler Maine would have just stood up right. and yeah, grabbed he his way jumped. out. <laughs> go ahead, Zach. Oh, what? No, I thought you were trying to say something. <laughs> oh, I had a bit, but it was gone. <laughs> do the bit. The well, moment has passed. It's, it's awkward to do a bit when the moment... He, he right, climbed right, over. Right. The guy actually helped him out of the hole. In the uh-huh. uh-huh. Just continue. <laughs> 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 but I was going to say, um, I'll open with my, my issue, my chief issue with Halloween Kills is that it feels like like the movie's bad. It's an unnecessary, but it's, but it's bad because it's act. Exactly, it feels like an act that was cut from Halloween 18, yeah. or you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. like that movie is, is, I don't know, probably an hour and 45 minutes yeah. that first one, or, or some, somewhere in that it's range. Really lean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could have maybe had some more room if you wanted to do this grand finale at sure. the maybe hospital. Cut out some of that dumb stoner comedy. The, the two yeah. cops talking about like the brownie, dumb. the brownie <laughs> that the one made. They do. Yeah. That's like what a four year old weed. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. Michael Myers Why? is like on the loose. <laughs> Why are we spending time He's with behind these you. cops? <laughs> um, yeah, so I think like. I'm just I, the the problem to your point, Wes, is that I don't know. It's like if Michael Myers is supposed to be a metaphor, that's one thing. But if right. he's actually supernatural, then the movies have to say that he's supernatural. Right. They're well, trying they, to they're they trying to Carp- skirt Carp- the line around Halloween, it. Halloween, uh, Tommy Doyle does say you can't kill, kill the, the boogeyman, boogeyman, right? And they the movie itself kind of mythologizes this escaped mental patient as not just that, but mm. actually the boogeyman, yeah. a yeah. force of nature, which works because we don't know. Where he he, comes he toes from. the line. Right. Yeah, yeah. He toes the line between like. You know, because because a guy couldn't survive that shit, obviously. No. No. So it kind of leaves you with that ambiguity of, oh, that wasn't human. It, Michael so was okay, not so human. then so that so you so you you would say that Michael Myers is supposed to be a, a that it hits a tasteful post human. It hits a tasteful post human is a good way to yeah. say it. That the sequels kind of write themselves into a corner with because right. They try I would and agree with that. Expand upon that. And stuff. It, it, and, and if, if this but is the, the elemental force of nature is is what works right, for me because right. mm. that's how he was intended. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is evil personified. Yeah. I was gonna say you know if this is going in the direction that they seem to be setting up where. Michael can't die as long as Laurie is alive. Right. Cool. But again, could Why? have done that in the end of the first movie. But, but, al- but right. also, well, y- you said that like one of the best aspects is we don't even know how, how, how what the, the best Laurie part, is to Michael. The best part of 2018 is that Michael doesn't care about Laurie. Yeah, they, right. like they retcons the connection. Yeah. They retcons the connection, yeah. meaning the original movie it was just a random yeah. thing. Which right. is which is so cool. I mean, I love. Uh, but I'm she is still the one that got away. Yeah, I think it's right. what. Right, but but my, my thing is like I really like the Rob Zombie movie. I'll be alone on that island in a couple minutes. But <laughs> and I like that that movie drives full head into he just wants to find Laurie, that is yeah. his sister, yeah. and, reconnect uh, with, and reconnect with and reconnect with her and reconnect with a, a portion of his humanity. Right. right? right. Uh, but if we're going to strip that away, who who's this old woman? He he looks right, at. Right, right. Uh, I'm so sorry, Zach. I know Jamie Lee Curtis is something. No, I don't, I don't, uh, <laughs> but, but, but he's like, she's like Michael. I've I've waited forty years, every minute, waiting for this moment. Michael, I don't even know who you are. You ain't nothing but a bitch to me. And everyone knows <laughs> bitches ain't shit to me. But Michael just looks at her and he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, Zach, you had it. You didn't think you were going to be able to watch Kills. Uh, I, did. I think, but then you watched it last I did. night. I how did. did you, how did you feel about I it? I hate. It. I, th- I think it's bad. I yeah, think it's it's, it's just stupid. Like I think that first, just 
I mean, there's just so much unnecessary shit. It absolutely there, fucking you know? unnecessary. Yeah. Why was this a? Tr- it could have easily just been a duology. Yeah, just I, open the third one, or or what in my perfect world would be the second one with the time skip and explain yeah. he got out, we never found him. Right. You know? Exactly. Uh, yeah. The the only thing is this movie is a framing device for that 1978 flashback, which I love. Which and I, I love which the great. flashback. Wait, Zach, finish what you're going to say, and then I'll... Oh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think there's just unnecessary... Like, the, you know, Allison, fucking Cameron, and Lonnie, mm-hmm. like, going... For just sending Lonnie alone into that house, I was like, what the shit? And like, it's weird, because like, some of those guys are the actual actors, which is right. disrespectful, in my opinion, but right. Lonnie was not the original. It was no. just some guy. Right, I didn't even remember that kid. Does that happen? Tommy Doyle? No, no, the Lonnie is the kid who pushes him over in the schoolyard, bullies him. That was the thing. And then Lonnie runs away and Michael grabs him. You know what I'm talking about? And then he pushes him to the side. Because he was an asshole in that 78 and then he was like the victim. Oh, then he's like, I'm so sorry for bullying Tommy Doyle. Got it. Here's the thing. I think I think it's that those other kids are picking on him and they made him a bully. Yeah. Or like sure. a bully makes a bully. You know, right. Here's the Things thing that I care about about yeah. kills that I think this is might be a controversial opinion. If you needed to make a trilogy, if that was the Blumhouse contract, God, I hate. I, I hate think them. I think they should have just done going back to the '70s and mm-hmm. done a movie sure. about the cops trying to catch Michael after the first one, and then it ends. It would have been a stand-in for Halloween. Yeah, too. yeah. I would have just done that. I, I honestly because the, the the '70s thing is so good. It's the first time Gordon Green. Is, yeah. It looks like no, it does. Yeah, it looks they're, like a carpenter using movie. The blue, moody blue, it, nighttime lighting, and then yeah. and then the, the little moment with uh, Jim Cummings and the other the, the cop that shoots Jim Cummings in the neck accidentally yeah. uh, was amazing. The yeah. fake, the fake, yeah. uh, the fake Loomis is great. Oh my god, um, the, fa- the fake Loomis is is like as soon as I accepted the okay, K, obviously it's not Donald Pleasance, mm-hmm. and I just let myself be yeah. swept up in that. And moment. it doesn't look I weird. Re- it almost it's, made me cry. It's not uncanny. It's like amazing. And Loomis I, is my favorite character. And I so. and I wish I wish they had just gone full throated into that because then you can come back in the third one and you see all these characters as teenagers, young adults in yeah. the seventies, right. and then for the third one we. Michael's escaped, and now we have this community of people that we know yeah. from the from this uh-huh. interlude that we had. But I, I guess it I guess it wouldn't have sold because Lori isn't in it. Like Lori right. wouldn't be in it, right? Um, but right. Sitting she in was hospital. barely yeah. in this oh one. Well, well, yeah. well, that's what we're, yeah. what we're saying. And kills you, <laughs> dude. She's just pl- she's just they, Did you know that the alternate ending for this was um? Do you remember in the original movie, uh, Zach, when yeah. when Michael kills uh Linda and then he, mm-hmm. he brings the phone up to his mouth yes. and kind of listens to Lori's voice and yeah. she's like, Linda, is this a joke? You know that yeah. scene. They were gonna do it where um Karen goes to call Lori <gasps> and then oh, Lori's on the phone with Karen when she's in that oh, room. The Myers house. Fun. Michael kills her and she's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" Michael brings the phone up to to mimic that moment. Yeah, and Karen being Judy Greer. Judy yeah. Greer. Yes, yeah. right. I thought Judy Greer to, to listen uh, to Lori's voice and and um. It would have ended. With it would have. Oh, hey, it would have meant something. Right. That's great. I mean, well, like when they just it, kill but off that Judy shot Greer. From the trailer of Lori walking out of the hospital was supposed to be from that ending. Oh, right. Like, yes. Like, coming for you. I the, was gonna say when, the when when they killed Judy Greer after her big hero moment of stabbing Michael in the back. Yeah. Uh, Messy. I, yeah, I don't. I don't get the point. I, I don't at get all. the point, especially. I didn't they, even think it was happening. They, they set her up so well in this movie to be. Possibly the right. protagonist of the third movie yeah. because she. I think it's going to be Andy Matichak. It, it's going to be um, because they're going to take out Lori. Yeah, um, but I I don't know I. 
I don't know. I, I it, the ending feels so rushed. Right. They just killed Tommy Doyle. Mm-hmm. What the? He's just super I, dead. I, I, I gotta be honest. Like it, it is, it is disrespectful to, to bring back like the real Lindsay from the first one, the real Sheriff Brackett, uh, Charles Cyphers, oh, um, so Marion, Marion. He yeah, still nurse got Marianne. it. No, yeah, and to just like. And the nurse, gets, the nurse gets fucked up. She <laughs> gets destroyed. Just the same <laughs> Bringing shit back this like seventy-year-old actress, dragging her out of retirement, resurrecting Charles Cipher. I'm sure that I'm <laughs> bringing his body, bringing his body up to the lightning rod, and letting the lightning <laughs> reanimating him so he can be in Halloween Kills, and then just having him die in the crowd. The, 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 He's like ninety something. The, the funniest is when the black couple who. Get like a good twenty minutes of setup in the beginning right. of the movie. Well, I just thought and in the and in the last movie, but in the last movie, so so that like didn't matter to I, me. I, but like I, the, I super the legacy character, dude, What are you doing? No, no, but it's it's so weird. It's like you could have cut some of these characters mm-hmm. out. I mean, they're cannon fodder, so we need right. a scene of setup, and that's it. They get like a few scenes yeah. just to have for Michael uh-huh. to like push his oh, knife yeah, yeah. through his eye and then and then her to come with a gun shooting at Michael and Michael just kicks the door <laughs> everyone the here's door the thing here's the this thing Zach said that's the least effort the he's least ever had to effort he's ever killed <laughs> he just kicked the door she did it to herself here's the she thing did. Dan uh, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Batman in the group chat you were saying how is no criminal thought to shoot this dude in the mouth right. I'm like why is everyone who wants to shoot Michael coming right up exactly, yeah. into yeah. his arm's reach <laughs> to yeah, put yeah, the, yeah. the barrel of the gun in his face. Just stand back here with the gun and Blast shoot him in the head. Yeah, we, we, need, we need a neighborhood full of Loomises. <laughs> That's who, what who Loomis. The, the yeah, six shooter. Loomis in in both of these, in, in the zombie one, we'll in, talk in about zombie when he's buying that yeah. heater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loomis is is putting does lead a, in. Doesn't Loomis have like a desert eagle? Yeah, in, in he, the he, he goes into that that uh, that red pill shop and Love it's like, uh, give me that one right there. I like that scene a lot. It's really good. Because he picks a certain one. He's like, yeah, that's good if you want to piss him off, but you really want to kill this guy. Here's a magnum. <laughs> um, as far as like the the uh, really half baked um, fan service in this, uh, I mean, I mean the the seventy stuff is like diegetic to mm-hmm. the movie, so I enjoy it. I but think like it's great. having Charles Cipher say his his famous line from the first one, uh, "It's Halloween, everyone's entitled to one good scare," mm-hmm. and then like getting his throat slashed two <laughs> seconds <laughs> later, like it feels so empty. Yeah, it's so it's dumb. such it's like a, a signaling yeah. uh, movie, and it, it feels like and it feels like Gordon Green has a good Halloween movie. In I him. think so, yeah. and because you're watching the '70s, and you're like, this is a this this would have been a good movie. Why are you making this movie? Yeah, like I don't, I I, I, I quite honestly don't care about the lynch mob trying to kill that guy. That's no, not my I, I, no, Anthony really. Michael Hall is so goddamn. Oh my annoying. god, the, the whole <laughs> thing with, with the, the <laughs> yeah yeah. The, the penguin in the in the hospital and like they're all chasing. The like, I, I get that. I get that we're we're reaching for straws here as in terms of like thematicness. Yeah. No, but I like don't give a fuck. The, the the whole like mob, uh, mob mentality. mentality is bad. And like you're gonna get punished for the mob mentality, dude. That no. theme is like not no. really. There's no point to have that theme in this. There's not movie. Let it, the it's, whole it's, town rip him Yeah, and, and it's and it's so that would have been horrific. Like that would have been a real horror. But also. Because, also, why, 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 guys, I, well, guys, why? The shot of, like, the gore on the ground, like, like just totally deflating you, the, all the levity behind that moment, yeah. you know what I mean? Guys, why, I have a very crucial question. Yes, please. Why is the boyfriend in the 
I hate that kid. I hate that guy. Why? <laughs> Why? You know what it is? Because people bitch that he didn't die in the first one. So Gordon Green was like, okay, he has his head put through a he banister. Gets, he, he, gets, brutalized. he gets brutalized. But after he's, he's redeemed as a character. Yeah. He gets his head. And Michael. Oh, well, guys. So that that was the best. Guys, My, Michael is an artiste. He is. He, he is, is an artiste. Sure. There's several parts of this movie where which I've never seen in any Halloween movie, where the camera stays on Michael after he's killed someone, and he's just sticking yeah, yeah, knives. Yeah, exactly. And the best one is when Lori, uh, Lori um, when Lori's granddaughter's boyfriend yeah. gets his head pushed through the, the things. Yeah. Michael walks down, <laughs> looks at the head, and snaps. Adjusts it. <laughs> to make it a whole art installation. Yeah, I think no, the, the way that he sets up that he, cop in, that, in 18 in, in with, the, with the jack-o'-lantern. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, if just, Hattonfield had an arts program. Do you remember like Halloween 4 and 5 is just like killing him really quick and then like walking Dude, away? Yeah. This is such but a here's the thing, Dan, if, if Hattonfield had a thriving arts program, maybe Michael right, would have right. been an artist. That's maybe he wouldn't have killed people. Wood I think cutting. we need... I need, yeah, I think we yeah. really need to think about it. We do, yeah. we do. This is why we need to support arts in the in the inner cities yeah, and the suburbs. Yeah, more, more um, that's yeah, the real know. metaphor for. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, again, like everything that's going on with uh, Anthony Michael Hall. First of Such. all, his appearance into the movie is so strange. Because yeah. he why, gets up. Why is the nurse from the original movie hanging out with, with the, the two kids, kids that Laurie was babysitting? <laughs> <laughs> why are they really? Are they that united they by trauma that like these these they don't disparate even know. connections? The nurse wouldn't even for know. For forty years are hanging. Out every Halloween. She, she also got she. Well, she would she would find her. it out like on the news, and, and then I'm guessing she would find out there were two children in the house where the final conversation takes place. But it's like that's a she disparate was not connection. Even a victim. That's very disparate. <laughs> and then the fact that like Tommy Doyle is still hanging out with his bully from 40 years ago. No, like we're really reaching. You guys. And that's by the way, Lonnie just like encountered Michael, who like said hello to him and then walked away. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll grab him, and, and, then, and then he like walked over him. Yeah, yeah it's like night. he's fine. Yeah, uh, uh, Michael might like Lonnie. Michael's like, hey, this this kid he, again. He lets him go twice, actually. Yeah, yeah. Is in the original yeah. Halloween. Lonnie, Lonnie is Anthony Michael Hall. No, that's, no, no, that's, no. Uh, Lonnie is the kid. Lonnie is the kid who's in the bullies. Uh, Tommy Batman, but who's playing him in as Batman? Um, what's yes. that? What's that? Is it the boyfriend's actor? father? Yes. Okay. Yes, got yeah, yeah. He literally, he literally, Michael lets this kid go. Two times, I would be like, Michael yeah. may have fucked you guys up. Yeah. He's my friend. We're cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, kills is like it, it the it's the blatant fart. yeah the blatant <laughs> methods by which it seeks to extend itself and justify its existence right. are really yeah. evident, and it just it it, it tires me. Also, this I get, why, I get why we retcon like like nine movies, but like at the same time, if you just are going off of Carpenter's Halloween, there's not that much to pull from like there character really wise. Exactly, they pulled every character that they could, and then. Kind of just killed them, so exactly. it's like, why did and, it even matter? And and then and now you're doing this, forcing this weird romance between Laurie and the and the and the cop, and the cop oh who doesn't God. exist in the original right. that they created, right? Yeah, and, and who like, and also very Michael. clearly dies in 18 because because yeah. he gets stabbed in the neck the and then throat. they run him over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they run. They you can hear this uh, the sound of the car running over his legs. But, and, and you know what? I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care because the, the, the sequence with him as a young cop is it's so good, good really good. that really good. I was like, why isn't he the protagonist of this movie? Sure. Why isn't this movie about him? About him because there, there's scenes where you're like, oh, he's the protagonist of the movie. Right. And then they're like, oh, but we got to get back to Oh, yeah, like when Great he says, it. I have to be the one to kill Michael Myers. Yes. He's going to die immediately. In yeah. Michael Myers <laughs> is going to come into his room and pull, <laughs> <laughs> pull the cord. I just got to say, too, the name Halloween Kills is so fucking tacky. Yeah. Like, yeah. So is Halloween Ends. Doing? Yeah, Halloween Ends is really bad, too. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why. Why they're doing Do you, this. I have a I have a question that might end this segment, guys. 
Yes. Do you think uh, Michael needs an intern? Because he's an older gentleman. He's really struggling to, get him to his do kills. Pudding. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's struggling. But in the first movie, when she runs off from the cop car, he kind of looks and he's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. He looks, he, he's a struggling gentleman. Well, here's she one needs thing. to babysit him every day that's not Halloween. Because <laughs> every day that's not Halloween, he just goes like back into baby mode. <laughs> just kind of holding his hand and bringing him onto the plane. Can I, get, can I get chocolate chip cookies? You can have a fruit cup. Okay, that's not what I wanted. One thing I'll That'd say nice about, about uh, Michael's mobility in this, and then we'll, we'll rate this and move on. It seems that, like, obviously we've all grown up on those kind of jokes about how Michael Myers, like, you never see him run, but right, he always right. manages to catch up to people. Yeah. And what's interesting about the first Halloween movie and about 18 it's like is ghost. that, yeah, is that it's it's almost as if Michael is... He's haunting is with it, Yeah, right. And within the movie, it's like he's in cahoots with the movie itself yeah, yeah, yeah. to, to always get over he's on its characters. He's a, s- exactly. he's a cinematic <laughs> villain. He's he, uh, a, if, he, he's not on, if he's not in the frame, then he could be anywhere. Exactly, yeah. exactly. He camps by the, yeah, by, yeah, by the spawn camping. point. Um, and, and then in, in Ends, I mean, I'm sorry, in Kills, you're just kind of seeing too much of him, I think. Like, you're, you're, yeah, he, you're yeah. seeing him, like, move around a bit too much. And, yeah. and, and it just... And then there are some things that, like, he couldn't have yeah. done yeah. that. And like, you're also yeah. seeing him... The, the fun of the original, and even the, the zombie movie, is that once he kills someone, we cut. Mm. Because the, it's yeah. almost like their tether to real life has been cut. Because now on. what? Yeah. 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 We, we do see him, him carrying and he's That shot, by the way, is maybe the scariest shot yeah. in, in the whole original Halloween. When oh, he's yeah. with the silhouette of him carrying... With the uh, Frankenstein shot. Um, yes. But... but, but, but when you linger on Michael after people have died and seeing him like arrange yeah. the bodies, just walking around, looking out yeah. the window, it's very silly. It's, it yeah. becomes very silly yeah. very exactly. fast. You're like, oh, this is just a tall yeah. child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, we'll, we'll move on to, to Rob Zombies, but uh, let's let's go ahead and give kills specifically yeah. our, our, meme, yeah. our meme. Our meme rating. Uh, you go you first, Zach. Is it me? Jesus God, guys. Um, let's give it uh, two little... Tommy Doyle's brains all over the ground. Anthony <laughs> Michael Hall, I don't want to see you act again. Thank you. <laughs> Out of. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were very positive about Anthony Michael Hall in your leather box review. That was a joke. That okay. was a. Me- I have to adjust that clearly because I don't want people to think <laughs> I liked him. Uh, Wes, uh, I'm going to give it two uh, Michael Myers art installations out of five. Yeah, seems appropriate. Uh, this is going to be two uh, paychecks to 95-year-old <laughs> actors <laughs> who you're going to have on set for two days uh, out of six. Yeah, um, I'm going to give it um, two busted Laurie Strode ribs. Uh, and internal organs. Can, out we, of just say, can we just say? She, 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 no, she and gets, then and then gets punched. And then she gets punched. She's like, fuck, I gotta go back. <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so those are our thoughts on the, on the green Halloween. Uh, we'll take a brief break and then pick it back up with Rob Zombie's 2007 oh, yeah. remake.
All right, folks, we're back. Uh, like we said up top and again several times throughout the recording, we are talking about the 2007 remake of Halloween directed by Rob Zombie. Yeah. This movie takes uh, an alternative approach to some of Michael Myers' history by actually showing how he grew up and his living environment um, and then attempting to sort of create a more familial bond between him and Laurie Strode. And, uh, and what the result is something of a Frankenstein story. Yeah, sure. um, uh, what do you think? Let's 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 do some initial impressions. Uh, let's start with you, Zach. Yeah, I. Um, it was better than I expected, to be honest. Going into it, Wes is just shaking his head at me. You give it a star and a half. Did I? No, wait. <laughs> yeah. I adjusted that. I adjusted that. My adjusted favorite that. thing about Dan is that you'll start talking about <laughs> the thing, and you'll be like, "Really?" Because on your letterbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always remember. I'll never no. forget. No, no, no. I adjusted. I, I think it was better than I thought it was going to be. I fucking hated that Michael kid. I just wanted to smack him oh, in the face. Uh, he's that kid from Hancock. Hancock. Yeah, Will Justin Smith knows his name. Justin, pronounce the name. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's Dig, uh, Dig Fangar. Fairich? I shouldn't make fun of his name. What are we doing? Yeah, it's it's going to be some kind of... Dig Fairich. Let me just Dig say... Fairich, yeah. yeah, you know what? Wow, that's a favorite. What does it look like as an adult? Who the knows? same, the same. So <laughs> but anyway, I didn't like that kid. Um, but I and I, I think the backstory could be condensed. Like I appreciated seeing him in the in the hospital because I, I was interested in seeing like mm-hmm. those interactions between him and Loomis in the yeah. original. Um, even though it didn't need it, but the silent stuff is the best. Right. So so I th- exactly. So I think it's it was better than I expected. I like that he's just a giant man, just like mm-hmm. bursting through drywall, mm-hmm. and you know, um, mm-hmm. I. Th- it's a horny movie, um, <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure. Um, oh, yeah. But you know, I think it was. I think it was fun. I think it was harmless, more or less. Mm-hmm. Wes, we know you have the most positive opinion, probably. Let's go to Dan. I don't think it's fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> one of those things is uh, like growing up. Halloween was my comfort movie, mm-hmm. and the Rob Zombie one just didn't have any of uh, of of what I liked about Halloween. It's it's a very aggressive, very confrontational movie, and like mm-hmm. that used to just really turn me off. But I mean. I, for like 10 plus years, have just walked around saying how much I hated this movie, mm-hmm. um, and I had no intention on revisiting it, because I watched the rest of Rob Zombie's stuff, and like, for example, 31 and like 3 from Hell are like two of the worst movies ever made, in mm-hmm. my opinion, they're fucking awful. His So it just kind of backed up my hypothesis that mm-hmm. Zombies Halloween was not worth revisiting, and I just didn't need to pay it, you know the time of day because the, the mm. sequel's really bad too so that also just yeah. oh, reinforced yeah. it carried the yeah, reinforced that in my mind that his his remake wasn't worth my time but you know as an adult I think it's his best movie yeah um, as an adult well, well, well Rob's, it's Rob Zombie's best movie it's the one that has the most a low thought, bar to clear maybe huh is it a low bar to clear for Rob uh, Zombie the only other one I really like is, is Devil's Rejects okay. um, which isn't to say I really like his Halloween <laughs> yeah. but it's it's better than it has more thought than um i recalled it mm-hmm. having uh mm-hmm. he's at some point he's playing carpenter to a better degree than david gordon green is yeah like when when laurie walks into the house and annie is bloody on the floor and we Dude. stay on that shot she exits the frame and Daniel she's, Harris and she's is going laurie she's like laurie laurie yeah, and then we see the doors start to, to close, well, and, and Michael is right there. That yeah. That's great. Door. Yeah, that's that's like a very oh, carpenter I, I thing, like like more so than anything David Gordon Green. Attended. Absolutely. Yeah. So in th- I think the actual filmmaking here is is probably better than what David mm, Gordon agree. Green is attempting. It's that's more fair. memorable. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's it, it is such a strange like it is like a Frankenstein story, but it's also a Frankenstein's monster of a movie. Mm. Right, because because at points when it's just remaking the Carpenter one, it's less interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I, I think the first like twenty minutes just in the house are kind of unbearable. Ridiculous. Like the yeah. asylum stuff. Well, not even ridiculous. Just like really screaming in your face. I'm like, yeah. we get it. No, the absurd. redneck asshole. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> I mean, within uh, within the first three minutes, so I fun. like right. I have a list of like all I, the. I remember turning things. it on uh, for the first time and like watching it and just being like shocked. Yeah, like yeah. that that mm-hmm. this is what the the movie was. Yeah, it's all these rednecks fucking sitting around mm-hmm. screaming and throwing pouring coffee on one another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Before we go to U.S. Uh, with wow. with your uh, opinions with and the letterbox reviews, I'm sure, yeah. uh, I'll just uh, briefly say that I had seen. Um, parts of this movie before uh you know i i was just coming into middle school when it came out so i'd seen certain scenes i also think i'd seen there was stuff that i was expecting to happen that must have been from an unrated version that i saw a part of yeah Yeah, Um, they loved they loved no no i watched the theatrical they loved those back in the 2000s it was a real it was time for unrated um but you know yeah i because i this was actually the first cinematic experience I had with sure, Michael Myers sure. as a kid. Mm-hmm. So because I wasn't I connected to too. the Carpenter I version, I didn't have like a, a starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me watching it this time, it wasn't so much about me like going back and giving it another chance as it was just seeing it now with more context. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I fall close to you, Zach. I think it's, um, you know, I think it's oppressive. I don't think it needs yeah. to be as long as it is. But, uh, and there's a lot of the writing is just completely like uh-huh. over the top and unnecessary. But the, the oppressiveness is like the point, but that doesn't mean I have to like it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and so uh, like um, you know, yeah, not every movie is supposed to be like a jokey MCU right. uh, okay. improv <laughs> yeah, fest. Right. Um, but wow. in, in in the case of this, um, yeah, there were there were just some moments where I was. Wondering, like, yeah, what I'm, I'm ready for this to be over. Yeah. That being said, mm-hmm. you know, there are certain scenes I really like, and I do think that mm-hmm. Michael's physical presence is is well done. Mm-hmm. This is actually Tyler Maine, the actor who played Sabretooth, Sabretooth. in yeah. X-Men. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, professional um, wrestler. A lot of my criticisms of this always kind of boiled down to, like, the redneck shit. Yeah. Um, it's just you but, could cut but, that well, and start well, the well, asylum. Well, here's the thing. He... That's his like aesthetic. It it's, is. It's a lot of like yeah. grungy kind of. Everyone's aim, got long aimless, hair. Just aimless like burnouts in in his movies, and mm-hmm. that's not like a bad thing. Played by his wife. Everyone, right? His his wife is in every single one of his movies. Is um, she the mom in this one? She, yeah, she, 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 she Sherry Moon. Yeah, what? she's pretty. Uh, <laughs> we'll cut that. Rob Zombie's, gonna, <laughs> Rob Zombie's gonna hear it and be like, "Thanks." Oh, thanks. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, and that kind of boils down to me not liking the aesthetic, which which is which is kind of pointless, like as a critic, because it's his aesthetic. Like, who yeah. am I to say like your aesthetic sucks? It's, it's just what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you can't say an aesthetic sucks. Yeah. So ultimately, me saying I wish there was less redneck shit. It's not my movie. Mm-hmm. It, it was his remake, mm-hmm. and he yeah. was given carte blanche. So. I yeah, mean, well, it is I, what it is. It's it's full of Cletuses an and uh, what's another redneck name? Bobby Diggins. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading actually. Cletuses. Carpenter apparently told him to make it his own, and then Zombie right. uh, lied about that. They, they were doing some documentary where Zombie said that uh, I was on the phone with John Carpenter, who was very cold to me. And then Carpenter years later was doing like a talk at USC where he was like, "I don't know why Rob Zombie lied about me. I was never cold to him. I told him to make it his own." Oh, so they have like a little unspoken feud yeah, like that, that sucks go ahead Wes super random uh, I don't know I have a completely different well this was um, your this was your suggestion this, this was my this was, was so I'll just to peel back the curtain a little bit uh, I've been planning this for uh, weeks because I yeah, wanted yeah. to torment Dan yeah. uh, 
I, I'm being really negative, but there's stuff I think is great. No, no but uh, I, I know Dan didn't like this movie, and I know I like this movie, uh, but I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. Right. And it too, and it too was the, my first exposure to Michael Myers. Uh, I I like this movie. Uh, I don't know if I can say this movie. I think this movie is shows a director right. that has the most. Uh, directorial skill mm-hmm. since Carpenter. I think a lot of the Halloween movies, after and no no shade to those guys, I think Halloween two is good. But I think a lot of those guys are either trying to play Carpenter's B sides, yeah, or or trying to in some way expound on the mythology in some way. And I think Rob Zombie throws everything out and yeah. goes, "I'm going to make a Universal monster movie that's also a family tragedy." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to make it aggressive and mean-spirited. Yeah. And I'm going to punch you in the face with it. <laughs> Those um, things kind of work. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think... And I think when he, he... There are parts like when he tries to... The second half is him just remaking Halloween. Mm. And yeah. when he sticks too close to Carpenter, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like the moments where he's... Uh, it's wide frames and he's going down with Laurie and her friends. Right. That doesn't work because you're not John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. But there are moments where he... Goes in and turns and, it inside out, and also out. recreating that like white picket American it doesn't, it doesn't really work. work when you've created such a grungy it's, world. Yeah. It, so, so, so that stuff doesn't work for me. But I think the moments where you have um, the, the final act where it's actually going past where the Carpenter movie does, where like Michael kidnaps Lori and brings her to the cellar right. and like hands her the the picture, the picture and gets yeah. on his knees when he's doing his own thing. It's, Dude, it's more. It's, it's, I think it's powerful. brilliant stuff, and I think he's he's one of the only directors to go. Uh, Michael is not. Is not a person. He's not post-human, as you guys said. Mm-hmm. He's not post-human in my version. He's a kid. Well, for, for it, me, he's just supposed to be the boogeyman, and no, the boogeyman exactly. doesn't die. The boogeyman and, and is I, elemental. And I, pref- even though I prefer that yeah. that take on Michael, he's doing his I, own I thing. love the idea that Michael is a stunted kid who sure. uh, who needs his sister, and once he gets his sister. Can uh, like the alternate ending, which is now right. the ending for me. Uh, the, the alternate ending it is really just, pisses me off that that's not what they thematically it ties everything up. What yeah. is the alternate? It, ending? The alternate ending is oh, is, is, it, is it, the alternate really ending is Loomis uh, goes up to Michael. Uh, Michael has Laurie in like a headlock. Yeah, uh, Loomis is like, "Give her to me. I'm so sorry, I failed it's you. It's not her fault. It's, it's not, my fault. Yeah, it's my I fault. Which you. ties it up because yeah. in this version of Loomis feels a camaraderie. The Malcolm McDowell Lewis is, gr- is Loomis amazing. is great. So, 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 so he, great. he says it's not her fault. It's my fault. Michael releases his sister. She runs past the cops and it, he drops his knife and the cops open fire on Michael. Yeah, they got him did, down, he, yeah. did he start to like walk forward? And is I think he just wanted to go him? with them. Oh, I think idiot. he wanted it, to go is, with them, which is why I think this movie is. Michael, you couldn't do that. It's, well, it's, he's a, well, he's a stunted. Well, no. well, but that's but why that's why I think this movie is so sweet, and it seems like such a weird. But but, thing but, to but say. I, I can't acknowledge that ending like in my rating because that's I not know. the ending. The ending is him with the, a piece of plank of it's wood terrible. bashing. It is a terrible ending. But but it's it's I think and it was to give Laurie more agency in the story, have her shoot him in the head, but like. Okay, but, but whatever. So, and then, that's that's so. And then it ends with her screaming. Less effective. I, yeah. But also, it, it's it's so frustrating to me because I know he said these are the only movies he's ever made that had the Weinstein's breathing down his neck. Right. Um. So there are a lot of changes. I'm sure that they told him to make. He, he said it was his idea to change it. But that's weird. Well, we we know that Harvey Weinstein was manipulative yeah. and evil. But so. but 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 my 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 issue is that the ending, the original ending, works so well because that's the movie this is. Yeah. Michael is a human being. Right. He's not. He's Who, who's still able to carry tombstones. Of course, on of, his course. Own uh, yeah, of course, of course. He's a strong guy. He's Frankenstein. Shit. I mean, that's that's the version Rob Zombie has made. Is it, Michael is Frankenstein, Frankenstein in his version? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I and I love. He I've, can push cars over in the of, second of one. Course, of course, of course. Yeah. The second one, we could talk about it another time. Um, <laughs> is more polarizing than this yeah, one because definitely. there are people that love the second one. Yeah. But I, I, I hated, hated the second one so much when it came out that it, that it just made me hate like this one more. And, and I think this one I, I may have been lukewarm on. That's, just fair. Say. that's but fair. That second one is like insultingly like just kind of stupid. Mm. I, I, uh, you brought up. I was going to ask because I know Malcolm McDowell is another one of your favorite actors. Yeah, he's great. Do you feel he does? They give Loomis more to do in this. He, that's yeah. who I would have gone with probably for Loomis mm, if, really if I had done this in two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah I would have gone with Malcolm because yeah. he because he's he has that presence. I mean, you know, he he's not even really trying to do Donald Pleasance. He's totally he's doing his his own. Yeah, thing. his own. This thing. is this is kind of like a more like laid back, um, empathetic, uh, Loomis who, who, yes. who kind of is forced into the, the crazy Ralph role. Right. I mean, with, out of necessity. Yeah. I think with, with, uh, Donald Pleasance's version, he's crazy Ralph all the time. Right. You, you, didn't, you didn't ever Michael really Skipper. understand whether or not he had ever cared for Michael right. and what their relationship had been. And while I don't need, I spent eight years trying to reach him. He, yeah, he does. He does say that. You're right. Fair. I retract that statement, but, I don't. I didn't necessarily need this Loomis writing a book and going on a, a tour I about. That, I, love I love that. I love that he's. A, yeah. I love that he's a prick. Like he's. They really no, go. He, he's, he he sees he an him. opening to exploit yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and and I and I I don't know. I I, I don't, flawed Loomis is. It, that's it's very it's, cool. it's part of why this movie works for me is because it goes though the Carpenter movie isn't doesn't really have characters. It has people that you can, the audience can literally slot themselves into right. to, to, to do go, oh my God, I'd be horrified if I was in that, that mm. place. The, the zombie movie goes, if these are real people, they're all horrible people. Right. Sure, um, yeah. And, okay. and that's an interesting way to go about it. And it doesn't always work. Every character he's ever written. Yeah, well, he's never yeah. written. But I love, I mean, I love the way he reinvents the opening of Halloween, like the perfect sure, one yeah. where Michael is going and kills his sister, the way that he reinvents it for himself. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, other than him putting on the Michael Myers mask as a child, which is fucking stupid. <laughs> but, but Not <laughs> scary, by the way, because it's, it's a small it's child. <laughs> it's out here on his head. Um, I Is the point of that to be scary or is it just that he likes to... Because I think he it's says, supposed to he be. Says he's a real artist in this He one. says in the <laughs> asylum, he says when he's in the asylum, um, I didn't do that. And and when he puts on these masks, we can see that he's kind of taking on another persona. So sure. so, so maybe putting on that mask. But he swapped is what masks. Gave him the per- yeah. oh, gave uh, him the, the persona to kill his sister to kill specifically. His sister, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I, well, interesting. He, uh, here's what I think. Uh, one that's of the things I wanted reading, to at least. one of the things I wanted to ask y'all about uh, specifically with this movie is how this movie tries to bring up like nature versus nurture uh-huh. in a way that mm-hmm. the other Halloween movies maybe haven't necessarily. Like yeah. this movie. I mean, Loomis still says like he's the perfect mixture of internal external factors, yeah. but we wouldn't have those first 25 minutes of him in his redneck home, homophobia, transphobia, all yeah. that stuff, bestiality, incest, right. like uh, if it wasn't supposed to, incest, yes. if it wasn't supposed to establish that like that's part of why he's so mm-hmm. crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. Let me be sympathetic. Well, we know, but you know that what he's I mean. killing animals and stuff, right. but, right. but I think that is a product of, of the family. It, it's weird because... I don't think there's like a force of nature element at all, and yet he's like still getting up after Unkillable, being shot yeah, by yeah. a desert eagle three times. Yeah, he's, he's still <laughs> lifting tombstones and carrying them around. It, it, like, it, it, that that's the weird part of it is that he doesn't really he yeah. wants Michael to be the Michael. He, of the he carpenter still wants to do the classic carpenter stuff, yeah. and you didn't really and, and introduce. It, it's not the same. Michael. It's not. No, no, it's not. It's it's, it's actually. A, a, it, it feels like a different character. Yeah. Like right. like the way he lumbers around, mm-hmm. the way he like ducks his head. Well, under the Michael the of the original is like a cinema 
cinematic device that mm-hmm. that works sheerly out of. He's scarcity. like a black hole. He's a black hole. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, well very, he's, he's supposed to be a ghost. He's, he's very he's, agile too. The way that yeah. he crawls up on the car at oh, the beginning of yeah, the yeah. movie. Um, he does that and kills, which is so weird. Which is the, the he's an old man. Very <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's an old man. How is he is doing this? <laughs> he is, we, when he takes off his mask, we see the side of his face. You're like, this guy this is guy, old. Well, keep in mind, it, it's rare. the carpenter one. Not, so, not so, to, so it's not like a guy. Not to be, not to be ageist. But, you know, I have, I have family members that are around the age Michael is supposed to be. And he, when my grandpa when, would when fuck up were, his back. When they were twenty-three, when they were twenty-three, because they could they get shot six times and fall off a roof. And yeah, fall. yeah, he was cr- he's Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, one of the things I was I was rapping with Zach about um, before we we came to record, we were just you know talking about some of the kills in the movie mm. and Rob zombies. Yeah, and, and zombies, and the, and the Trejo death is oh, is the most forever. extended, and I feel like Sucks. maybe it's because like I, are Trejo and zombie friends in real yeah, life? Yeah. That seems like oh, hey, you want to they, they yeah. took the side. You want to have a long death? He's he's in a three from hell. I think they I think they do that to establish right like how psychotic Michael is right like it doesn't matter that this dude has been nice to him for fifteen years. Michael and we've been friends this whole time. I was a friend. I was always good to you, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. And he's drowning him. I guess that was like at first I thought okay he's drowning him like that's Michael's version of a peaceful death. Then he drops a. Well, he's really rejecting his humanity. Yeah, I think he's he's kind of pleading for some kind of humanity from Michael. Michael doesn't Michael letting that in like angers him because because this is this is the outlet I've needed for so long. I just gotta destroy. Dan, you're, you're you're giving such a good read yeah, on this movie, which this which movie. sucks because like I hate, I hate so much of it. Dan, but, but I really do. But maybe hate, I hate huge chunks of this movie. Maybe but, the interpretation of Michael Myers is more interesting to you than the rest probably. of the movie. Uh, but but the interpretation. But, but, but I, I feel unfair saying why is there so much redneck shit? And that was a nitpick I had with it for a long time because I know that that's just his aesthetic. But it's 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 interesting though, Dan, because I think he. I read a review from Cam Collins from at um who's at, I think he's at the Ringer or at Vanity Fair. And he was like, "This is the first movie where the char- where the director loves Michael Myers. Like, yeah, he, like he 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 has made Michael Myers the protagonist of his movie. The way he shoots Michael is loving. Right. The way he takes care to show lower the camera with Michael when he goes down. Mm. It's everything like, Michael does is reaction. Everything. It, it, it's the first time where a director has made Michael a character that he is invested in, mm. which is yeah. why it's so heartbreaking when he when he tries to." put that olive branch out to Lori and she oh, rejects it. And you're shit. so sad because you're like, he's this whole movie, yeah. that's the only person he cares about. Just, you're the only one that I love, to exactly. quote uh, <laughs> Brick. Uh, do you think, do you think that, Michael, you're my best friend. Do you think that uh, Michael was surrendering himself to Lori to kill him or was he? No, no. I, I think I he just, I think he just, I think he, he just wanted, wanted her to, to, to get with you because she didn't figure that out until the second movie. Yeah. When when Loomis oh, right. publishes another book, oh, and yeah. then she finds out in the other book that she's Michael's sister, and then she, so allies, and then she allies with him. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. The second she, zombie in, movie. In yes. the second zombie first, movie, yeah. in this one, he's pointing at the photograph and stuff, but it doesn't really. Cl- she doesn't, her, she doesn't right. know she doesn't what, know he what he's talking about. She yeah. finds out in the second one when Loomis publishes another. Isn't book. he dead? 
Loomis. Didn't he crush his skull in? No, I think he, he I think survived he just, it. Well, well because oh, there was a need for a sequel, sequel but right. I think when they were making this one, I think Zombie yeah. decides definitively in both endings, Michael dies and Loomis dies. Yes, right. Right. But when you need a sequel, you just say, oh, and Zombie didn't want to do, yeah. and Zombie didn't want to do two, and then they tried to make him right. do three, and they made a treatment concurrently. Three, three was, was um after he left, it yes. was going to go to the guy who did Friday the 13th yes. parts two and three, and it was going to be in 3D. Yes, well, and, it, and, it and you know they were writing that treatment this is how sneaky the Weinsteins are. They they they, they were writing the treatment after Zombie had said no, I don't want to do a third one right, for yeah. a third one to give to another director. If you need it's any so evidence fine. about uh, the Weinsteins' bad business decisions, <laughs> just okay. just watch Parasite because uh, that movie almost didn't get made. Oh, actually, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer almost didn't yeah. get made because uh, of the Miyazaki movies. They almost rejected. Yeah, they also know, they all that you know, about. being a serial rapist and stuff. That, Grant yes. Watson from Fiction Magazine said, uh, "This is a flawed but interesting work from a flawed and interesting filmmaker." All right, um, oh, I like that. And, and that ca- that comes stood out to me. Because yeah. uh, I guess I agree with it. Um, there's there's big chunks that I just don't agree with, and that's kind of because I'm a Carpenter uh, fanboy. But when I turn off that part, of when I turn off yeah. that part of my brain, I like the movie a lot. More. I, I think you have to turn. Off, I, I I don't think it works if you try to square it with Carpenter. Yeah. If you try to go in not your head, at all. If you if you go in your head, it totally pales in comparison. It, it, it pales, but it's, it's 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 the reason I love it so much is because it's like it's like a really enterprising film student. Loves Halloween. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I want to do my own version of it mm. for, as my thesis. And overrode it. And yeah, but but yeah. just took a swing at it. Yeah, yeah. And they let him take a swing at it. Mm-hmm. And no one else, I don't think, has taken a swing like the, that. The sure, Akkads yeah. are still very proud of this movie. I mean, um, it, it was the first one that uh, Mustafa's son did. I mean, look how much, how in depth we're talking about a movie that we, we know is flawed here. Yeah. And look how little we talked about the Gordon Green movie. <laughs> like I think I I don't think about the Gordon Green movies. All respect to those people it's, at it's all. Weird. Once I leave, it's weird because like I there's there's a few parts mm. of 2018 that I think are brilliant. I yeah. think the opening of that movie is fucking brilliant. I hate the opening of Zombies. Uh, I think um, the the whole confrontation with Laurie at the end where she's turning the tables on him. He like right. looks over the balcony yeah. and she's gone. Uh, that's that's pretty great. Uh, the only thing is. Kills really cheapens that movie for me. Yeah, like right. I can't really think about 2018 Halloween without thinking about Kills, right. which is a movie I think is bullshit. Yeah. So it, it drags it down. Well, I, I I I watched Halloween 2018 with my brother a couple of years ago, and then I watched it again yesterday, and I was like, I have completely forgotten large yeah. portions of this movie because I they just don't stick in my brain. Like I I, I remember the final act. I remember. All the Lori mm-hmm. dinner stuff where she goes and I love when, and I love when she is is downing and, the and, wine and, 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 and she's an alcoholic and, and I think they shame her and stuff. Something that we haven't scene. said at all, uh, but I think is worth saying is Jamie Lee Curtis is universally great in every she's single amazing. Halloween movie. Like she, Scout Taylor Compton's kind of bad. She, I don't I don't know if she's bad. I think the teenage dialogue that they give her Not is incorrect. Sure. What are we talking about? Um, well, 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 who does she play? It's the, like the Lori. Exactly. She's, she's exactly. Rob she's remake Lori. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think. I think. I think Strange. when she's. I think when she's. Uh, That's all this beatnik dialogue, it's, it's, though. Is, it's, is it's, what he's into. I, I think the issue is that w- once we get into the horror stuff of her discovering her dead friends, it, she. She starts to cook. Yeah, but I think that's such a she's small. And yeah, that's and such a small stuff, sliver yeah. of the movie that the, the other stuff. I'm like, I don't. It's cr- she's yeah. She's not nearly as interesting as mm. Jamie Lee Curtis was. She's not. I don't. I don't. Know if I always have because I had to like get the energy to watch the 2007 because it's punishing again. It's a yeah, punishing. It's, it punishing. Uh, it, it, it's so weird. Like I remember seeing uncut gems and thinking this is like the dinner, the breakfast table scene in Rob Zombie's Halloween when they're all screaming over one another in mm. a, in, 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 
you know what I'm talking about? Yes. They kind of have that same overwhelming yeah, uh, yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, Uncut Gems is like a warm hug for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're weird. Yeah. No, well, well, I kind of agree. I feel that way about Good Time. Yeah, good time it's a warm a hug. Movie. It's a warm hug from a neurotic people. <laughs> uh, you want to rate this thing? Yeah, yeah, because we're, we're, at, we're at time. Um, Zach, why don't you go first? Um, yeah, I'll give this... Uh, oh, fuck me. Wait, wait, this is this is the actual mm-hmm. rating, right? Jesus God. This I'm always prepared. gets you, Zach. I'm never prepared for l- anything we do on this show. <laughs> um, I'll give this a... Uh, em- Embalm, I think. I think that's. Uh, I th- I think it was better than I expected, and I think it is definitely worth a watch uh, in comparison to uh, Carpenters. Um, yeah, but that's that's pretty much all it did for me. But mm. I, I I don't think it's okay. Yeah. You want to go? Uh, no, I'll I'll close this out. So one of y- one of y'all go first. Uh, <laughs> I uh, grew up hating this movie, and I and I hated the aesthetic. Um, which I now realize is silly because it's not silly. It's aesthetic is is an aesthetic. It's an artist, you know, taking a shot in the dark. So good for him. He likes his rednecks. Uh, <laughs> it, it's redneck sti- action figures. It's still um, is is definitely punishing, like yes, you said, to sit punishing. through. Uh, th- the stuff I like gets gets drowned out almost immediately by like w- a weird redneck rape scene that doesn't I need to that. be in a remake. I of hate o- that. Doesn't yeah. need to be in a remake of Halloween. Uh, I but, but then there's stuff like his casting, like Ken Foray from Dawn of the Dead. It makes a cameo, and and Danielle Harris from Halloween's four and five uh, make a cameo. Brad Dourif. No, she's more than a cameo. She's Amber. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. She, she's not in the movie that much. No, she, she is does. in the second one though. Yeah, she mm-hmm. is, and so is Brad Dourif, who plays um, Chucky. Chucky, yeah. So, so I mean, this there's a lot of love behind it, yeah. Uh, and I can really appreciate that. I think um, maybe it's like neck and neck with 2018. If if I'm if I'm not thinking about yeah. Halloween Kills, you know, yeah. for different reasons. Yeah. So you, 2018 maybe? because of like fan service and expanding upon that original movie, and 2007 just because it's it's. Not what I was expecting at all, and, he's, mm. and it's an artist uh, trying mm-hmm. something new. So probably embalm or reanimate. Interesting. Okay. Maybe reanimate is what I'm going to go on. I didn't see that. Look at that. Wes? Ah, uh, it's a reanimate for me. I think I've been I've been giving out too many reanimates. Uh, <laughs> hey. But that just means like you should. It's what you should yeah. watch. It. I I think it's worth watching. I think it's been getting a critical. Um, it has uh, a reevaluation. A reevaluation. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, because of the I Trump see think pieces every year. I think it's because the Trump presidency reassessing oh, okay. that part of America. No, I right, think that's right, part right, of right. it. We're, we're sure. looking at we're looking at low income white people and saying, "How did this happen?" <laughs> and, I, and and I think and I think, um, but I think it, it's actually very sensitive to those folks. And I think it's sure. it's a pretty effective movie. It's very punishing. I'm not going to cut on Halloween 2007 to relax. But if I want a challenging experience uh, yeah. of, of, of a movie that's completely different from what it's aping, sure, yeah. um, I wish more filmmakers would just take a swing. Yeah, like I, I feel like remakes are so boring. That's why I really no wanted the swing. Super Dark Times guys, uh, yeah. their pitch to get Dude, I, just take great. a swing, man. Yeah. Like uh, so many of the movies around this, the Friday the 13th, the Nightmare, are just them trying to do the yeah. original. I could just watch the original. So mm, it's a remake sure. for me. Uh, yeah, I was leaning towards Embalm, but maybe it is a reanimation for me. You're I lying. I think maybe <laughs> you're alone. How am I the one? <laughs> this is the if only because, if only because of the the way that it tries to to empathize with Michael, sure, which sure. like Fine. is interesting enough Fine. to for a remake, right? Because I think a remake doesn't have to be sure. shot for shot, if, yeah, unless right. that's what you're doing. Sometimes it is. Yeah, and there are a lot there are a lot in, of shots that he movie. that he picks up yeah. from. But I think like you know, if you want to take like Wes said, if you want to take a swing at something that mm. is 
paying some deference, but also taking it in a different enough direction that it can stand on its own. I think that's admirable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like a low reanimate. Uh, I don't yeah. think most of it is necessarily worth watching, but I feel like the stuff about Michael Myers and Laurie specifically is really cool. And Loomis, like that whole triage there Truly. is really great. So, Incredible. Stuff that I don't like doesn't necessarily mean it's like, because I get why the screaming rednecks are there. Like it makes sense for the story he's telling. Yeah. I just don't like it. Right. right. Yeah. And, and, and it's important to know that distinction. But it's not this my place to remove it from yeah. this movie. Amazing. It's his movie. Well, this was a uh, this was a lot of fun, guys. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy uh, this episode. We hope you have a safe Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Check um, your candy. Yeah, yes, check your candy. always check your candy. Uh, Look over your shoulder. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And uh, and remember, everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Hey, nice. hey, that was, good. That was good. Come on, good. love you. Love you. See you soon. <laughs>